Mike Dempsey here for Underdog Fantasy, where you just draft your team and Underdog handles the rest. And you can win big cash prizes. Go to underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app and sign up with code 1010XL. That's Underdog Fantasy. Use code 1010XL. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Coogan Nation. Time to rise and shine and start your day with Duval Sports Media Big Steppers. Dan Hickett. You know it! Jeff Prosser. It's a big deal. Gosh, it sure is a big deal. And E to the T. E.T. is in the booth. Rise and shout out, it's go time on a Tuesday morning. It's a Captain Truck Accessories today. Uh, Tuesday, shout out to our boys over downtown, second and main. Truck guys. They're getting ready, man. They're pulling in, getting ready to accessorize your car, trucker van, like nobody's business, nobody but Captain Truck Accessories. You know, for a league that's supposed to be so parody driven, you know what I guess it is? Sure seems like a certain collection of coaches and quarterbacks seem to win it all the time. I'm thinking about Andy Reid. You know Andy Reid with his fifth Super Bowl now is the third most Super Bowls in league history? Dang, already? You know who has the most with nine? Belly. All right, that's Belichick. So that's 15, man, you know, out of two (laughs) contemporaries. Yeah. The quarterbacks, you could argue, has been Brady and Mahomes, even with Brady gone now for a full year. Doesn't it seem like Brady's been gone about three years, by the way? That's what I feel like. Doesn't it? We had to remind ourselves that Brady was in the postseason a year ago, knocked out at home by the Dallas Cowboys. Baker Mayfield gets a win this year. Shout out, Baker. <laughs> Your guy. Um, But, yeah, I mean, you're supposed to be able to push the right buttons, get the right talent, certainly need the right quarterback and coach. That's what has become more evident than anything. But, yeah, in a league that's supposed to be so parity-driven, right, every team from year to year between the salary cap and the draft and order and everything else, and, yeah, you're, you know, you're, you're just a good decision, a good decision-making offseason away from relevance and a couple of good – Off-season decision-making from being good, from being a contender. Which leads me to where we sit here with our Jags at 6.06 on the 30th of January. I can't begin to express the difference. How wide the gulf is between the arrow-up optimism that I felt this time last year, even with the season over, and the doom and gloom that I can't shake this year. And I try to shake the doom and gloom. We're sitting eight and three, hosting the Bengals. Life is lotty, freaking die good, man. To just debacle, it, you lose so much confidence in so many important aspects. Remember those coaches and quarterbacks? Yeah, ours didn't perform so well down the stretch, did they? So you first you, you you have you have that right, then you have like the you know your biggest superstar on defense. We're gonna dance this dance of can you come to terms? Ultimately, you watch. This is the way they do it. The Balky won't get it done. I'm looking at Hickens' TTD list. He left it here yesterday. Things to do list. Top of the top of the chart there. Things to do list. Contact Josh Allen's camp. Why do I think that he won't? 
I mean, no contact. Why do I think that it'll never get the urgency that it should and that ultimately we'll come down to the deadline and they'll have to slap the franchise tag on Josh Allen? And then they'll won't continue. Be happy. And then they'll continue to negotiate, right? He won't be happy. And, you know, I just so there's that lingering. There's some personnel issues. There's some there's some serious decision making to have to go on with Calvin Ridley. And again, this feeds my ultimate like uneasiness. I don't know with Ridley. I'm not excited either way. I don't feel like this is a team good enough to go shedding assets. But, man, I, and I know his numbers weren't terrible, and especially at the end of the year, he started to come on a little bit. But I, am I only, wouldn't you say you're disappointed with what you got out of Calvin Ridley this year? Absolutely. Or, yeah. And that's tough because what do you have, 80 grabs, eight touchdowns? Yeah, like 1,100 yards maybe. No, he didn't have 1,100 yards. Shut over, your mouth, He had man. over 1,000. Oh. We, well, we had 1,000 rusher, 1,000 receiver, and a, a 4,000 passer, didn't we? Or was that – did ETN get to 1,002? I guess he did, didn't he? Oh. You tell me Calvin really had 1,100 yards receiving. I'm about to tell you. Yeah. Come on, man. Shut your mouth. Oh, no, he had just over 1,000. Well, still, that's 1,000. Yeah. Though, but still, but I don't. Listen. 76 grabs, 10, 16, and 8. Yeah. That, again, we wanted 95, 14, and, mm-hmm. and 12, which and e- is not a huge difference, but it is a difference. And ETN, yes, had over 1,000. Yeah. So we had, a th- and Trevor, over four, right? And Trevor had we got a thousand over four. Now, in fairness, and man, in fairness, when you're, I guess for a lot of y'all out there, there ain't a big difference in these statistical standards, right? We went from 16 to 17, no big whoop. A lot of us remember when it was a 14 game schedule and a lot of the paces were seven. You know, when a thousand yards became the benchmark ET back mm-hmm. in the day, it was in a 14 game schedule. Yeah. These running backs and receivers, they're lucky. They're lucky they get the same credit for a thousand yard season that right. OJ Simpson got, and he, you know, did it in three fewer games. So, point being, back before I lose track, and I'm still sifting through Trent Balky. I'm going to play a little bit more of that this hour. I mean, more on that in a second, and my doom slash gloom about this. Listen. I'm tainted with some doom and gloom here. Now, I'm not just full on, we stink, where it's over, we were a fraud. I don't believe that at all. But I don't I don't have this, this confidence that I had last year that we are on our way, boy. Isn't that what we felt like last year, most of us at least? Yeah, we thought we'd still be playing right we now. We are on our way, right? Have fun, AFC South. You got a problem. It's Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars. Y'all get in line and enjoy watching us win the division every year. Yeah, that didn't last long. And I just don't feel that way this offseason. I mentioned a couple of things. The way the season ended, the Josh Allen situation in limbo, a GM who just held a press conference less than a week ago and said, nah, we haven't really bothered to talk to his camp about any kind of a deal yet. The Calvin Ridley lingering personnel decision. Not to mention we got some important pieces coming off an injury. It couldn't all be so simple as to Christian Kirk's the key, can it? They were 8-3 and three and up 7 nothing when Kirk went down in that Monday night football game. He barely won a game since. So you got those factors. Then you have a general manager who has lost total, total support from his fan base. It's gone. A combination of factors that make up Trent Baalke has... Now, does that matter? Probably not. 
if he is doing the right things, if he is, despite the protests from us and others, if his plan will, in fact, come into come into place, fall into place, if the Jags do have, you know, future postseason success in front of them, it doesn't matter what the fans think. Except that it matters to us. But I lost complete, I lost total faith in Balky. Total faith. The draft last year was, that's it for me. The free agent signings uh, from a year ago, that's it for me. No, I've lost total, I don't have an ounce of faith in Trent Balky as the general manager of the football team. Doesn't make me right. Balky was here when this team went from, you know, 1-15, 3-14 to now a over 500 team. Now, he did have the, the huge bonus of having a lot of cash to spend, and he spent it a lot last offseason, right? Ingram, Kirk, Jones, and others. There have certainly been some hits. But there have also been... Swing and a miss. Too many misses, man. Too many misses on the big beefies that control football games in the NFL. You know, the diva receivers... And the cocky cornerbacks, the gunslinging quarterbacks, and the workhorse running backs, and the scintillating tight ends, they get all the love. But it's those big dudes up front, man. That's where it starts. Look at those lines of scrimmage in Kansas City and San Francisco and tell me it's a coincidence. Yeah, sure, they've got Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, sure, they got Christian McCaffrey. They also got really good lines of scrimmage. Now, to that end, one of them's playing that way, the other's not. I don't know what I'm missing here. By the way, more Jaguars talk as we go. I just couldn't help but driving in. The Senior Bowl starts today, so some scouting goes on. And I'm so cynical right now, and I'm trying to shake it. I don't want to be this guy this offseason. Yeah, but every time I mention something, point out the failure of the past. You see what I'm saying? We already got a miss. Like, I don't want to do this. Ah, the Senior Bowl starts today. Well, I don't know how much good that does for Trent Balky and his crew. Don't want to be that guy, E. Please don't. Let's go find some prizes. The Senior Bowl, by the way, they are saying is about as stocked and loaded as it's been in, in quite a few years. Last year, only two first-rounders played in the Senior Bowl. This year, they're saying like 10 to 15. Shout out. A couple of quarterbacks are over there, by the way. Michael Penix Jr., Bo Nix, both playing in the Senior Bowl. Seems like of late, we've gotten like those small school guys, right? That's who has been featured. The Senior Bowl has long been a big-time important staple on the NFL calendar. I can't tell you how many trips I've made to the Senior Bowl back in the day, E. Mobile? Oh, yeah, working over there at that uh, Channel 12, we used to call it, First Coast News. Humping. I've probably been to the Senior Bowl week eight times. Was it, was it always in Mobile? Yes, sir. Okay. Always been in Mobile. And, the way, and, and again, I've been, I, my first Senior Bowl was the Tom Coughlin, you know, was the coach. I was at the Senior Bowl when the Jags were looking for a new head coach, and I just went blistering up and down and realized real quickly as the word started to to break that I didn't know what Jack Del Rio looked like. Is that Jack Del Rio? Is that Jack Del Rio? Is that Jack Del I knew he was at the Senior Bowl, uh, you know, in search of. Just not quite sure what old JDR looked like, really. I didn't pay much attention to I knew the name. I knew who he was, but I didn't know uh, exactly what I was looking for. Coming over from the, uh, what, the Panthers, D.C., right? Before he got the Jaguars job. So I have been at the Senior Bowl and seen, you know, a lot of uh, shining stars. I've seen them both arise and fade over there. I've seen the Jaguars watch very intently every single team or individual workout. 
the Senior Bowl in the past used to provide more talent. You used to could, you know, be pretty sure you're going to see at least half of the first round on the field in front of you over there. It, it, the players, have, the mindset has changed a little bit, I think. Off the top of your head, who's the most impressive person that you player that you've seen at the Senior Bowl? You know, that's a good question because I will say this. We're, we're there. When I say I went to the Senior Bowl, I mean we'd get over there on an afternoon, we'd catch an afternoon practice, do some interviews, watch a morning and an afternoon, and come back. Right. Right? So it was very – we catch them in practice. Very, yeah, we're catching them in mm-hmm. practice. Yeah, man, I hate to. Uh, I'd have to. Th- I'd have to. I'd have to. I'd have to. Re- um, I'd have to jog my memory. Okay. I don't know if anything is, uh, you know, just from the the types of workouts that we saw. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, it was very impressive. I'll tell you, it was very impressive. The Hall of Fame finalist, Fred Taylor, was at a really good Senior Bowl week. Yeah. I think Fred P- Taylor may have been the MVP of the Senior Bowl, the year he played, and that was. Really, the the entire football world's first look at just what kind of package Fred Taylor was bringing to the table. Big, strong, fast. And uh, ultimately, it's gotten him into the final 15 of Hall of Fame consideration up there in Canton. But he was, he was, he was good, man. Those guys that show you either a size or a speed. I'm trying to think of the... Um, Oh, gosh, who was the DN back in the day? He ended up being a top-five pick. He was just whipping everybody in front of him as well. Seen seen a bunch of them, though, through— Was it Cam uh, Jordan? That was before him, I think. Okay. But like I said, it used to be a day where all, you know, just about all the top prospects were there. You know, if you're going to go in the first two rounds of the draft, you know, those those 60 players, you might have 40, 45 of them at the Senior Bowl, and it has kind of uh, flipped back that way. But, you know, back to kind of the talk, that's usually— you know, an optimistic uh, part of the program is is the scouting and the getting ready. And I just I just feel like Trent Balky's press conference left a lot to be desired. It did not enthuse the fan base at all. Didn't make them feel a bit better. And again, I'll remind you: as bad as we feel, and as much as we want to dictate the course of action, how the fan base feels does not matter when it comes to building a good team. It doesn't matter. What matters is what they are doing down there. My confidence in what they are doing down there has eroded significantly in a year. I guess that's where we're back to. The fact that Fred Taylor got inducted to the Senior Bowl Hall of Fame tells yeah. me he was probably yeah, the I'm pretty Bowl sure, MVP. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's the MVP of the game. Um, and so, uh, yeah, t- Taylor would register. I'd have to look. I'd have to really, I'd have to remind myself, you know, again, when you're there and you're hustling and you're barking, you don't recognize who's there when you're seeing them, right? It's like three years later, oh, yeah, I remember, you know, Robert Edwards, he was, or whoever, I know him, but, you know, especially some of these guys from other, uh, other areas of the country, so. Um, if you missed it before the AFC Championship game, tempers flared a little bit, and the parties involved, Justin Tucker, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. Do a little explaining yesterday. We'll get to that when we come back on the other side. Uh, I got some of the lost Trent Balky from his long and winding uh, press conference that instilled no confidence. I'll let you hear a little bit of that. We have some of our uh, favorite Tuesday staples waiting on today. That includes brunch with a tour. Matt Every's in studio with us today, so Matty jumps on board. We've, uh, we're a little helter-skelter this week. Kicks off the next couple, three days. I'm off Thursday, Friday this week. Kicks back Friday, so... Um, you can sit back and uh, enjoy the 
spice of life and variety when it comes to the drill this week. But uh, Matt Every, former PGA Tour pro, you uh, you love him, right? Don't they love me? They love They Matt love him when Maddie comes in. Uh, Maddie shoots it straight, tells it like it is. It'll be fun to have him part of brunch with the tour today. We'll update you on the standings. Uh, that now matters with a wheel spin looming at the end of the long and winding PGA Tour season road. Uh, we got high school today. We do. Who we got today? We got some of the boys from Jackson. Uh, Andrew Jackson. Hoops. Yep. Oh, that's a, that, that Gateway Conference got some good team. Did Jackson end up winning the? They did. Oh, James Collins still coach over there? I believe so. Oh. Uh, James uh, Collins played at Jackson. James Collins is the most famous basketball player to come out of Jacksonville as he was coming out of Jacksonville. Was he was the LeBron before LeBron? Right. I is mean, I, yeah. I mean, he was. He was off. He had a press conference to announce his middle school. <laughs> That's just crazy. That's how good. I mean, he was the real deal. Do you know James at all? No. I met him. At- Sweet, soft-spoken, nicest, shy away from the spotlight. You know, mm-hmm. I've been around I've been around JC before where, you know, he'd prefer I'm kind of like this. I mean, I'm not near the boy of him, but I I give you an example. If I'm if I go play poker one day, I'm sitting at the table. I just sort of pull a hat down, and, right. and nobody know who I am. Low that's key. all I'm saying. Low, low key. That's how James Collins is too. I don't know if it's discomfort or just not wanting to. Just kind of a shy. Not, what, he's a sweet. I want to say kid. He seems a kid to me. He's probably my age. Um, but anyway, so cool. cool uh, good for Jackson to keep on rolling. Jackson is not afraid to make a run through that state tournament. By the way, they're not afraid to do that. No, they're not. Yeah. They ain't new to this. They true right. to this. So, so uh, yeah, all that uh, fun, frivolity, and more on a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. Let's take our first time out. Uh, we'll go into the Balky files. And again, there's stuff there that we haven't addressed yet. Uh, we will certainly do that. We are going to uh, load you up this week for some uh, fun and fascinating infotainment. I hate the extra week between the Super Bowl game and the, I mean, between the conference championship games and the Super Bowl. I hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. Don't know why they do it. It's completely contrary to how that biological rhythm works for a football player, and I wish they were playing this Sunday, quite frankly. But they're not, which will give us more time to uh, digest all of the stats and information uh, that comes along with the Super Bowl game. So, first time out of the day. Be back with more next. Thanks for being up and at them and listening. We are on 1010XL 92.5 FM. listen to Taylor Swift at all. I'm not saying it's on your playlist, but are you familiar with her as an artist? Not a not single a, song. Yeah. I couldn't name one. You just know she's a big deal. A big, big deal. Did you know how big a deal she was before this Travis Kelsey thing? I knew she was a pretty big deal, but not this big. I didn't either. I mean, I knew she was a big deal, yeah. but I just like Britney's a big deal. Right. And Beyonce's a big right. deal. And She's bigger. Is she the biggest? She's the biggest. Is yeah. she the biggest? I'm, I'm, I'm talking about like of our life. No, not Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, if he were there, of course, yeah. he, he would never be at an NFL game in the booth with his yeah. significant other. Yeah. Whoever well, that may be out on the field. Yeah, Michael Jackson's the biggest. Player or cheerleader, I don't know. But she uh, she might be the She's huge. I just didn't know. How, and I knew she was big. <laughs> I've completely changed my mind on this weight. It's so funny. You know, I got two boys and a daughter, right? Boys are a little, little, little older than the girl, about you know, year and a half. So they're twenty, almost eight. She's twenty six. It's so funny. The boys of the house, the Casa de Prasa, I call them. The boys, their perspective on uh, Taylor Swift and how it has been effective, uh, it's we we differ. 
like the brothers, you know how siblings are. They, mm-hmm. they, they, they jive each other. They goad each other. They, you know how, how we do. They like Taylor Swift less through all this. They hate seeing her because of how much their sister loves her. So there's a, you know what I mean? So the That's the only reason why I hate uh, Taylor Swift's a witch, they'll tell her. She, ah, she, you know, that kind of thing. It's, it's comical. But this is where good fatherly love comes in. I, on the other hand, who could very easily go down the cynical Taylor Swift, you know, is a is an honorary member of the coven, you know, wormhole if I wanted to. Instead, I've taken the other. And so now I have warmed to Taylor Swift because my daughter loves her so much. <laughs> so the boys like her less because my daughter loves her so much. I like her more because uh-huh. my daughter. Now, that being said, I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't name a song. I, I, uh, I know the entity. I don't know the performer. Same I don't think. Yeah. Don't know a song. My daughter can tell me she's an expert lyricist, one of the best of all time. Okay, great. I'll trust you. Not listening. Yeah, we have trivia nights whenever I do trivia at the Igloo, and um, we have Taylor Swift themes. And when I tell you they know everything about Taylor. They do. They know everything about Taylor. So, anyway, there's – there's. I'm just – through this, through all of this, this postseason, her, her courtship with Travis Kelsey, I just – I'm made aware just how much – Bigger she is than even I knew. I mean, we're talking like Elvis, Beatles, Michael Jackson, that kind of footprint and impact. And yeah. I, 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 it's amazing. And I see that Travis, Travis Kelsey, who's already a big boy, it's like one of the athletes had, had a good tweet. It may have been, may have been Julius Randle. Okay. But it's like a, it's a, the meme of the surprise face. Me, when I found out that, you know, it, People know Travis Kelsey because of Taylor Swift and not the other way around. Uh-huh, In other uh-huh. words, if you're a sports fan, if you're a dude's dude, Travis Kelsey's about as big, big as there is, right? Big deal. Greatest and, tight end of all time. Yeah, and just just this, right? I'm, <laughs> I've, I've got my fingers about a centimeter right. apart. Just this compared to, to Tay-Tay. So anyway, Taylor Swift goes on the field after the game, and I, I don't know what people have taken exception to. I mean, when you are that popular, you, you're polarizing. Uh, people are uh, complaining. Uh, shut up. What's wrong with you guys? It's after the game. If she ran out there and jumped in his arms after he scored a touchdown midway third right. quarter, then we'd have a problem. Mm-hmm. If she's milling about on the field and hugging and kissing while every other, you know, significant other AFC, is. And it was the AFC's championship Correct. game. Like, come on. And by the way, the Swifties want to see her out there. Let them have, right. their, let them have their fun. Well, she is also apparently um, – a good supply of the hundos. Let me just put it that way. Apparently, Taylor, if you're ever, if you're any kind of service industry, and Taylor Swift comes to town, whether it's a concert or she's just there, give her good service, and you'll get the tip in return. What happened? What was, All what? Right. Latest example comes from a stadium employees who were working the AFC Championship game on Sunday. If you yeah. watch the game, you know Taylor Swift was there because those CBS cameras found her eight, ten, of twelve times. So she is there in Baltimore. She ran into several employees who she decided to show extra kindness, and she uh, started tipping out $100 bills. You go, girl. One of the uh, employees in particular said on Reddit with a a thread there detailing their experience with a musical artist at the end of the game. She was feverishly thanking everyone for our help, thanked us repeatedly. A coworker got her attention by calling her name. She walked over and asked her, do you work here? Um, then the post continued. She then announced she'd tip all of us for our service and pulled out a blue money phone inside an envelope very modestly, personally handed out uh, four of us a blue note while thanking us before taking off. I still can't believe it happened. We lost, but what a day. Thank you, Taylor. 
When did the uh, hundred become a blue note? Blue face, baby. That's why. No, yeah, well, you know, whenever they started printing the new ones, they're, they're, so they call it, has, it a blue note. It has a blue tint to it. Yeah, okay. So mm-hmm. it's a blue note. You heard that before. Uh-huh. I live and learn on this show. I love it. Keeps me young. Blue face, baby. Yeah, yes, blue face. I haven't. We had blue face. There's been a lot of blue face <laughs> on the program here, last few days. So uh, there you go. A little shout out for uh, Taylor Swift spreading the wealth at the AFC Championship game. I read. I didn't go deep. I guess I can ask my daughter. Um, right. Uh, she got a. There could be some conflicts between the Super Bowl and her tour schedule. Yep. Did you read the details on that? I read that this morning. Yeah. So she she's performing in Tokyo the night before, which happens to be 16 hours ahead of time of where the Super Bowl is going to be. And so once her concert is over, she's probably she's going to fly on a jet, and she she'll make it in time, obviously because she's going to get on the PJ. But yeah, she performs the night before in Tokyo. I love I love the Googling. sports talk, please. <laughs> Can you please talk sports? I mean, this three minutes has ruined my life. Sports talk, please. Oh, man. Texan designed by Lifetime Enclosure. Sports talk. Texan designed by Lifetime Enclosure. She's a woke Biden supporter, so basically brainless. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> From the Texan designed by Lifetime Enclosures. They're not even dating, it's fake. It's a political scheme. Right. Sports talk, please. How can you dislike Taylor Swift? Can you please talk sports? I didn't even sports. You talked about Taylor Swift for five minutes. I'm going to listen to something else. I'm going to listen to a podcast or 930 The Ball. Sports talk, please. How dare you talk about a Kansas City Chiefs girlfriend? Sports talk. Yeah, the same dude if I talk baseball. No baseball talk, please. Let's go to basketball. I don't want to hear about basketball, please. <laughs> Can't please them all. Come on, man. I'll be quiet. It's six. Just spent four minutes on the most popular person in the world. Check yourself, bro. Tighten your bow tie and go off to work. Hopefully you'll hear a podcast where they'll break down the two three zone defense in basketball. <laughs> I want you to talk sports. <laughs> yeah, and here they come, the tough guys. You must sit down when you pee. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you got me, tough guy. Yeah, I know, yeah. Right? I suppose you're not bare knuckle brawling this weekend, huh, Chief? Doing whiskey shots, firing up your chainsaw. Is that what you're doing there? <laughs> and this yeah everyone's a baby except for the grown man discussing a pop singer oh you're what a baby you are how dare you discuss a pop singer oh <laughs> you guys are funny man yeah why don't you come do that how about i slap right. how about i slap the bleep out of yeah, you right yeah buddy. all right yeah all right if there's one thing that i found are just real slappers into the text liners yeah all right yeah <laughs> you guys, man, can you guys have a little fun? You're some angry people out there, man. 635, we talk Taylor Swift. I make fun of you whiners, and now you want to come slap people. Um, Come on, man. <laughs> come on, bro. Stop it. <laughs> What's wrong with you people, bro? Uh, y'all settle down. Uh, Travis Kelsey. That's Taylor Swift's boyfriend. He's in the news pregame the other day um, when the Ravens and the Chiefs got into it a little bit. And we, I think we backed the Chiefs there, didn't we? 
Because the Ravens yeah, kind of yeah. had their kicking stuff set up on the yeah. Chiefs' side. They're trying to get rid of the game. Uh, but it involved, like, you know, future Hall of Famers here, right? Not many kickers you can say, that dude's a future Hall of Famer. All three of them Hall right. of Famers. Yeah. Justin Tucker is going to be a kicker. I don't, I'm not in favor of kickers and punters going into the Hall. Well, kicker's okay. I would never put a punter in the Hall. I think it's disgusting Ray Guy got in the Hall. I'm sorry. Yeah. I hate it. You're a punter. You are called on when everything has failed. Right? Yeah. That's all. So, I, but, I, I, you know, Ray Guy is, people would tell you, he's the best punter of all time. I guess if you're going to put one in, it'd be him. Kicker's a little different story, especially as this game has emerged. These dudes, like, Vinatieri, I don't know how many total field goals he had, but, boy, he hit all the big ones. He has some big ones. And he's also probably up there in the high scoring. If he's not the highest scorer yeah, of all time, he's up there. probably is as so, most likely a kicker. You know, so, he, I think Morton Anderson is in already. I think Jan Stenerud is in. I don't know how many kickers are in the Hall of Fame already. But uh, Justin Tucker's a no-brainer, right? Anyway, uh, Tucker is warming up before the game this weekend like he has the same way for 12 years. He's never had a problem until pregame at the championship game. About 90 minutes before kickoff, Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, took exception to Tucker stretching close to where Mahomes was warming up. And the video show Mahomes twice tossing Tucker's kicking tee aside and then Kelsey kicking some of Tucker's football off to the side and flinging Tucker's helmet off the field. I just thought it was all gamesmanship, good fun, Tucker said yesterday. Seemed to be taken a little more seriously. I'm totally willing to let it all go, which is probably pretty smart. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Let's get back to our guy, Trent Balky, who is going to refocus, re-energize, and build us a winner this offseason. What are they looking for in free agency in the draft? I vote talent. Size matters, right? Physicality matters. Strength matters. Uh, we're, we're looking at that. We're always trying to add that. You want to be as big and fast and smart and, and tough as you can be in this game. Uh, those are the intangibles we look for. Guys with great instincts. Guys with passion to play the game. Those are all things we, we consistently look for. As a service to you, I'm going to provide the follow-up question that was not asked. Uh, yeah, follow-up in the back. Why haven't you done that in the past? But on bump. All right. Uh, meanwhile, after you know, like backroom whispers that the collaboration and the relationship between Doug and Trent and Frayed Balky got in front of us and shot all those down. Yeah, I think we have a real good pulse. We've had some real good discussions, and going back to Gene's first, co- you know, question on the collaboration and and the the unity we have in this building. You know, and I can't speak for Doug, and uh, but I'm sure he'll speak when it, when he has a chance to speak. The collaboration, the unity that we have together, uh, the respect we have for one another has never been better. This is such so, a again. I go back to that narrative that Gene mentioned. That, that's a false narrative. Okay. Nothing to it. All right. So the the narrative that there's friction, that he's you know demands that he make changes on his staff, that kind of thing. Again, that's only a problem if it's a problem. I'm not as worried about them as I am finding good. Solid, you know, if not spectacular, football players. That's what, you know, building the roster better is what appeals to me at this point. That's for sure. It, they know there what an important year this it, coming up is. This is going to be a defining one. Where are we at? Now we're teetering, right? We were the team on the upswing. Then we got to the top. We were still that team on the upswing. We're eight and three. We're in top fives of power poles. We are legitimate. And, and then 
inside the season, it crashed and burned. We had injuries at important spots, and we fell all the way out of the playoffs. Well, now we're at that top, and I feel like this we're teetering, aren't we? Yeah, we are. We're teetering. We go one way or the other. If you don't make this roster better, and we come out next year and go 7-10, and 10, uh-oh. So... We, we got to keep that focus, man. We got to make sure that that five-game losing streak was a huge aberration. I don't want to come out next year, E.T., and they'd be 2-0, and 2-1, and 3-1, and 3-3, and 4-3, and 4-6, and get hot, 8-6, and six, lose 2, 8-8, eight and eight, play for it at the end. Let's get out and play good, solid. Again, this is a big word. Tony's used it. We've heard both sides uh, of, of the organization, the player and the personnel side. Identity. We need an identity, and any identity of any football team needs to start with toughness and physicality. And you don't get that from receivers, corners. That's not where it comes from, for the most part. Bottom line, what a huge year this year. We cannot even afford to stay the same. The easiest thing to do in the National Football League is take an average football team, a struggling football team, and make it competitive. The hardest team to do is take a competitive football team and make it a championship football team. That's just the reality of the world we live in. So we're in that phase. We got to take a competitive football team and turn it into a champion. That's that's not easy, but that's our job. As a follow-up, any chance at all you're capable of that? This is the drill. It's Captain Truck Accessories Tuesday. News and notes, including some of the Super Bowl variety when we return. Matt Every joins the fun. That's coming up at 7 a.m. this morning. We've got brunch with the tour in the 8 o'clock hour. We're going to go inside the world of high school sports. Visit with those Gateway Conference champion Jackson Tigers this morning as well. So thanks for being up and at them with us. You know, feel free to have fun on the text line. Designed by Lifetime Enclosure, 641-1010. Old school email address is the drill at 1010XL.com. Back with more next. No, he didn't. He comes back some Taylor Swift. That for all you Swifties out there, <laughs> and then you guys that are just way too wild tight. I, I think somebody had a good. I think somebody had a good point on the text line. They just mad y'all got one of the coolest jobs going, and they got to go to their bleepy jobs. Uh, maybe that's true. I ain't gonna lie, this job's pretty cool, Jeffrey. That's yeah, very cool. It's very fun. <laughs> and Taylor, she talented though. Bro, whatever, dude. She's dating a guy in the Super Bowl. It's a story. It's the offseason. Shut up, you whiners. Go watch freaking ESPN News, bro. Seriously. Get updated on WNBA. I mean, y'all don't want to have any fun. You can't talk about anything. You're a bunch of babies. And then you come with this threatening, I'm going to come slap you. You and whose army, Bizzle? Blank do you people think you are with some of what's said here? Uh, this isn't to the 99% of you that are right here, buddy. They're right here. They're right here on the text line. And they, and you're not, you're in Guggen Nation. You're all in there. Y'all the bastard little stepchildren that if you went to a party, none of them would talk to you the way you act, think, and do. Stop it. I don't, this song makes me want to, this is Adele. I'm going to commit suicide to this song. This is Taylor? That's Taylor, Get man. Get that crap out of here. Oh, dang. My daughter may say she's an expert lyricist. So I have to hear some lyrics. I mean, <laughs> yeah, see, I mean, actually, I do know this song. Of course yeah. you do. It's yeah. that Shake It Off song. Yeah. yeah. So, see, you know that song. You're a big, look at you're a Swifty. Look at he moving in there. Check him out on YouTube, y'all. Huh? Shake it off. Uh, I love it.
Yeah, we're back. We're not going anywhere. Maybe you are. This is the drill. It's a Catlin Chuck Accessories Tuesday. Fire the band. We got a football fix. Let's get some of the news and notes and, you know, uh, particulars from the National Football League. Uh, the Chiefs, by the way, are going to win the Super Bowl. I, I don't understand how the 49ers are the favorite. The Chiefs' defense is playing so much better. They have Patrick Mahomes versus, yeah, he's good. Mahomes versus Purdy? Come on now. That Chiefs defense is for real, but I will say this. Buffalo got their points. Right? Yeah, they did. They now, did. Josh Allen had to do a lot of running. We we you know saw this weekend Brock Purdy is certainly capable. But that that's a That's a tough. That's a tough matchup, man. That Chiefs defense is somehow as great as they played. I, I say somehow. Because they have Mahomes and Kelsey. And Tete, that defense has stayed under the radar. It's still not a big talker. Like the, weeks the big of the game. names, you know what I'm right. saying? Right. It's just yeah. it's just stayed under the radar. Now they did, um, they did suffer a, a big loss. Uh, Charles Omanihu tore his ACL. Omanihu is a is a good player. He had a sack the other day. Um, he had a career high seven sacks this year. His first. Uh, season he had a yeah he's the one that had the strip sack of Lamar on Sunday then left with his injury and now will not be a part of the Super Bowl a rematch from just a couple of years ago it feels like what was that Garoppolo that was eighteen maybe the eighteen season I bet yeah and then uh, no Brady won in twenty didn't he COVID year yeah could have been nineteen then for for Mahomes and Garoppolo probably night must have been the yeah eighteen must have been. Uh, Patriots, Rams. You're the one that can recite every Super yeah, Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'll go back through it if I need to. But um, uh, Kadarius Tony with a uh, time with the Chiefs may be short lived. Ain't no maybe. You don't. You don't do that. First of all, you. I, it might be time to look at the back of your football card, Kadarius. You're not going to see Antonio Brown's numbers. You can't act like you're acting and catch 22 balls for 300 yards. I mean, I'm not looking at stats. That's my guess. And why would you do that, though? Why? Because you're... Cause you're, That's crazy. Well, you're throwing a hissy fit because you're not active for the game. He wants to play in the game. And he said the Chiefs are lying. You know, it just... It, it lashed out in immature anger after being deactivated put on the inactive list for the AFC Championship game. And then... And look at the bright side, Kadarius. You won't have to drop a ball that'll cost you the game or line up off sides that'll cost you the game. You should have just... You know, laid low and got paid on Tuesday. Shut your mouth, get your ring, and then go hopefully get signed by another team. So, Reed says Tony's injury is uh, not made up after the wide receiver went on a rant. Again, very just uh, not not smart, man. Chargers working on getting a GM to pair with Jim Harbaugh. Uh, The Ravens' Joe Hortiz is right now in negotiations. He's the player personnel uh, director for the Ravens, who have done a pretty good job of building that franchise through the draft and free agency. So, probably not a bad way to start. Some of the offseason surgeries starting to roll in. That includes TJ Hawkinson for the Vikings. Boy, winner, Lions. TJ Hawkinson's a good player. Yes. Sam Laporte is better. Great player. And you traded TJ Hawkinson last year with like, wait, what? And I was, yeah, in the division. Yeah, wait, what? Huh? And and now, uh, now granted, Hawkinson got hurt this year. He tore his ACL, and he's had surgery this offseason. Ricky had 10, intercept- or 10 touchdowns. 
Laporta? Yeah. Second team all pro as a rookie in a in a in a league that's got Kelsey and Andrews and Kittle and Evan Ingram and uh, uh, others. Uh, the Falcons have found their defensive coordinator. He's Jimmy Lake. What a good name. Jimmy Lake. Uh, a former Rams assistant head coach makes sense because Raheem Moore is their new head coach. Uh, head coach came over from Los Angeles. Uh, the Steelers are getting a little impatient. I would not call the uh, front office, and in this case, the president, as uh, frustrated as some of the fan base is with Mike Tomlin. And just from this standpoint, yeah, there's a remarkable run of competitiveness here. But they're not winning playoff games. In fact, most of them, they're getting blown out. I think they've lost like seven of their last eight playoff games. Is that right? Could that be right? Art Rooney II, we've had enough of the playoff win drought. Acknowledging Monday, there's a growing sense of urgency. Uh, Rooney continues to voice his support for Mike Tomlin. The players still respond to Mike. That's number one. He still has the key characteristics that we saw when we hired him. He can keep the attention of a group of 20-year-olds for a whole season. Keep him in the fight for the whole way. So we feel good about Mike. Obviously, if I didn't, we would make a change. But if we didn't think Mike was able to lead us to a championship, he wouldn't be here. That's why he's here. Listen, this is all this is all window dressing, fancy words, man. You got to get a quarterback. There's no coach in the league. I, did we not learn from Bill Belichick what happens when you go from Hall of Fame quarterback to just a guy? Mm, you lose your job. Yeah, the GOAT don't look so goaty. And so Mike Tomlin, to make the playoffs with these ragamuffin teams he's had in these pitiful quarter, it's pitiful quarterback play. It's pitiful. Pickett and Mason Rudolph and Mitch Trubisky. It's just, they're terrible. It's, it's amazing that they're a playoff team. Their quarterbacks are probably bottom five in the entire National Football League. Pickett was not a good pick. It was a first rounder, wasn't he? Just a terrible pick, man. You got to go find a QB. And if any of these guys become available for any reason, sell your soul and go get, like, Russ or Cousins or somebody, man. Quarterback play in Pittsburgh is god-awful. And there's not a quarterback on the roster who's capable. You ain't winning no playoff games or certainly not titles um, with what they with what they have there. More football talk. We roll along here on a Tuesday morning. It's Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. That's Football Fix. You're welcome. Brought to you by Allstate Agent Mandy Bowers in Mandarin. Home life, business auto. A dream team, uh, Mandy's, uh, now in Orange Park in addition to Mandarin. And you find out a lot about your insurance agents, uh, agent and agency when something goes wrong. And they'll make it right with Allstate Agent Mandy Bowers in Mandarin. All right. Uh, the Matt Every Arrival comes your way next. Uh, Maddie going to sit in studio with us for the next couple days. Uh, that means we get special insight into brunch with the tour today from the uh, former two-time winner of Bay Hill. So, Maddie and more, when we return, you are listening to The Drill on 1010XL 92.5 FM. I, Lil Wayne, is that what we're doing here, E? Wheezy, baby! Um, in all seriousness, shout out to the men and women that fought that thing downtown. Yeah, I that. mean that was that was uh, crazy. Yes, sir. I mean those, those jokers like 12, 15 hours straight. That's just to, crazy. To keep, don't. don't but by the way, Matt Every in studio with us. It's Maddie time, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, Maddie. They love Maddie time. They love you, man. 
All right. Kind of winced a little bit. I'm not sure. Humble brag. Yeah. No, well, I bragged on him. It wasn't humble at all. I saw that fire on the news. How long did that? It took think, 15 hours? I think so. I think it started the night before. It was still going yesterday morning. Well, and also, it's right next to the to the Aleworks place. We know what the alcohol does to it. Yeah, right. Right? If it hits there, then gosh Boom. knows yeah. what happens downtown. They're trying to, you know, I think it reaches a point where you're trying to protect the buildings around you. And, and point being that shout out to a bunch of tired men and women that, that you know, put their lives at risk. We forget that uh, sometimes. How you doing? Where you at? Doing great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been slammed, man. We had the uh, PGA show last week for okay. the, clo- oh, yeah. the clothing line at the Orange County Convention. Okay. Have you ever right. been? I'm not. You've asked me this before. And it's pretty it's, cool. Yeah, you uh, pick it's, up some cool it's things. It's literally everything in the industry that you could imagine is there. Now, um, Live Forever Golf is the, the golf brand. It's but a couple of years now probably up and running, something like year, that. Four years. Four years. Yeah. How, it, how have you found that process? Is it continue to grow? It's a tough industry, man. It There's is a tough. Lot of, There's a lot of moving parts. Yeah, a lot of uh, companies lot of, put stuff out that you that are. Well, yeah, you just can't really pay attention You just do them. your There's thing. There's a lot of like. There's a lot of print brands right now. They're just making polos and they throw something on there. And, and um, we're, we're across yours is quality. The, well, we're, and we're across the board. I mean, we make everything. Well, I love the stuff. You know, I love yeah, it. I it's do. been killer. Our growth has been amazing, uh, and we're really excited where we're at. Saw so Evan, Evan Ingram at the show. What's he doing down there? He was just checking. Was he representing it out. someone or just no, hanging just, out? He was actually with a buddy of mine that used to play on the tour a while ago named Blake Adams. And uh, they go to college him. together, maybe? No, no, because Blake's about my age. Huh? Um, no, I don't. I don't know what the relationship is offer. there. But yeah, no, no, I know he's he loves the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the like when you go down there with your company, what is y'all's? You just kind of set up a booth and make set those up. that aren't aware, or are you trying to get it's a little uh, people bit of to, to put your stuff in their stores? Yeah. yeah. So it's pre-existing. We have pre-existing <laughs> customers that come and. Just kind of place reorders on the new line because we're showing the. Fall. And when you say customers, you're talking more like, like uh, clubs, like golf clubs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like merchandisers come in that we already have a relationship with and see the fall line and place an order, and then we're also there to you know for awareness about the brand and to to bring in new stuff. Now, um, you get a little extra juice there as a two-time Bay Hill winner. Uh, not. I mean. Uh, been too long sure i get no i get recognized yeah. for sure but um not a ton there's a lot of people there man it's it's packed i've heard you know i've i've, I've heard it's, it's a, a pretty lot cool scene i've never done the demo day that they have outside where they have all the new equipment mm-hmm. but they also kind of have that on the day when demo so demo day is like monday tuesday i believe at orange county national mm-hmm. and then wednesday thursday is in the convention center and they have all the equipment companies have all their stuff yeah. in there can as you well. just a joe blow go down there to that and walk around or do you have no, to be in the you industry need to be work, in you got to work your source you got to be bit. in the pga of america or or that yeah like we got uh 15 badges okay and there was four of us okay, down there, so you. we had plenty of extras yeah, to sure. hand out. Yeah. All right. Um, last time we talked to you, you had given up the clubs competitively. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I know how golfers are. It's been a whole like six weeks. No, have you stuck I, to same. That? Yeah. I well, dude, I've been so busy with this, and then I have TV starting I was, next next week. I was going to ask you when it starts. Yeah. So, Phoenix. Remember? And you're doing the also. Oh, uh, no, no chance you got the set the sixteenth. No, I don't know what they're going to – I have no idea what their plans are for Is this me. ESPN Plus like yeah. it was last year? Yeah. I'll know my assignment here probably in a few days. I um, – Dan Hicken – PGA and, Tour Live. Dan Hicken and I, we like to say single-handedly, although Tony's play on the field did contribute, we will admit. Mm-hmm. We got Tony Baselli into the Hall of Fame. I don't know if you know that. The National Football Hall of Fame. 
Yeah, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah. Some of it was Tony. Yeah. You know, I mean. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, the, yeah we'll give him some it credit. It starts with Dan Hickett and Jeff Frost. I mean, do I need to say more? <laughs> right. So, we have. The, now, by the way, the the lifting of Baselli into the Hall of Fame, you don't want to know how far that gone. That this was an endeavor. I mean, I listen, we, I've listened to It was to a 10, 12 year time. plan that we put in play. I mean, when mm-hmm. we started, he wasn't even on the mate, the, the might someday get in list. Yeah. So if you point being, I'm getting there. If you ever want to sit shoulder to shoulder with Dan Hicks as the lead announcer at NBC, just say the word. We will start applying the pressure. We'll get you there. You take that. But are you I, a little too rogue for these people? What I, happens I, when you meet with these execs? Because you're kind of rogue, man. I'm not going to lie. I'm I mean, not. I, that's rogue why I love you. Am I rogue? Are, are I don't you, think are I you, am. Are you? I, I have no. You clue. don't think I have, you're rogue? I have zero clue. What so self awareness is also something we need to I work have, on. I have plenty of self awareness. Sometimes I just don't care. Yeah. Um, well, that's rogue. That's what rogue means. But no, you're a little rogue, bro. No, it's a little I, I have no clue what these execs think. I mean, maybe there must they must be they must get angry. They must be just overflowing with talent yeah. um that they yeah i think you've uh, got a uh, you have a like a good snarky yet really well-informed personality i think you'd be a hit on you know in one of these network gigs and what you know it's all great with espn plus but we gotta i think gotta, the biggest thing i have going, up, I think, up the elevator i man. think the biggest thing i have going against me is i wasn't super active on social media when i was like playing you know, uh-huh and the guys who are in the spots where I what where yeah. I could have like I, I, I guess mean, if, if, if if we're looking at numbers here, my career just well. I mean, here's, I, I got listen. Let me let me, let me say this for you. Like yeah. before, I met Matt Every. All right, you know as yeah. a, as and I'm a golf fan, and I got news for you. Only golf fans watch golf. Mm-hmm. That's part of the problem with golf and growing the game is if you don't play and like golf, you don't watch golf. Mm-hmm. So, got point being, I think golf fans for the most part are probably a little bit more knowledgeable about their sport and its history than more casual fans of other more popular sports. So, that being said, before I ever, you know, personally met uh, Matt Every and became friends, Matt Every's a much bigger name than Colt Nost or Smiley Kaufman. Give me a break, dude. If Smiley, Even now, if Smiley's name was Jeff, do you think I don't care if Smiley... I, I like Smiley better than Nost, personally. <laughs> Colt uh, Nost You, you is, don't like Colt. He's terrible. I don't like him. I, I mean, again, there's... Somebody right now calling their friend, telling them to get me off the air. I get it. I know how that. <laughs> I know how that works. From the text sign design my lifetime enclosures. You missed some of the fireworks earlier. Oh, what we? What happened? Oh well, we dared you know mention uh, a certain uh, somebody. Where I mean, some of you uh, boys out there, you get your panties in such a little what bunch. Happened? What happened? Uh, well, I was just, I was talking about the the Taylor handing out hundred dollar bills and tips and being on the field with Travis Kelsey and and I'm got without saying too much more. We've had a text on the text sign design my lifetime enclosures from ET. Take my dude's number down. We're going to send him a prize pack. You know why? Kill him with kindness? No, it's because no, because he gets it. This oh, okay. is a get it. This is, okay, you get it. You're, okay, you're, congratulations. You're vice president today of Guggen Nation. All right. Here's the text on the text on design by Lifetime Enclosures. Do these people never listen to the drill? Y'all have intertwined sports, pop culture, current events for years. I've never seen such a sensitive group of people before this Taylor Swift stuff. She's one of the most popular entertainers on earth. She's dating a high-profile Chiefs player. CBS shows her a couple times a game. Who cares? If people are so easily bothered by that, I can safely assume they live a sad life. <laughs> Life's in short. Enjoy it. Y'all talk as much Taylor as you want. See, that guy gets it. We're never going to become a four-hour Taylor Swift podcast, but y'all, you big babies, man. Stop it.
Yeah, way more of a problem. Than- you found another one you know, or it's just the same one? This is the one with the lyrics, though. <laughs> I'm trying to turn E into a Swifty this morning, apparently. This, take- this, this song is a bop, though. I might make this a new trending song. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> Here we go. I have a, I, Kelsey bothers me way more than... Uh, right, yeah, it's, right. Not cl- it's not even close. The Chiefs, the Chiefs are. I, I'm amazed the Chiefs haven't become more unpopular is there a than more, they are. Are you kidding me? What world are you living in? You think, I think well, you're living the, in the I social think, media I world. think other than the U.S. women's soccer team, they are the easiest team to root that, against. Well, ever. They, they've hit yours, but I don't think that that's the. I don't. I don't. I don't think that's a uh, look, common Pat, popular opinion. Pam, really? Yeah, oh, dude. Pat Mahomes. Stan, the 49ers. Mahomes is a, is obviously a a special special talent, Hall of Famer. I just cannot that guy the the calls he gets and then when he doesn't get a call his body language yeah. is that's it, enough for me to not never like saw him. Brady or Manning or Marino any of those dudes play I mean that's just how the position bro oh, I know, you don't like I know them. you don't and like the Chiefs Kelsey that's fine, just reminds me of like <laughs> Bubba Watson kind of it's like what, what are you dude I mean what, what are we doing here yeah yeah and the, then the Pfizer commercial will just put it over the yeah, top for me sure it's like are you who is your Take agent? the cash I mean are they yeah yeah, yeah. I, does he need it. I don't know. I did. He, did he get one? I don't know that either. I, I don't I, know. Do you any need of y'all the cash? That, any of you guys are paying these drug companies more money. That's. I mean, y'all knock yourself out. Anyway, um, yeah. So in your in your like uh, in your personal space, it's the the Chiefs are in the front for sure. Sure, and I, I was it. rooting for Baltimore hundred percent. I did was it too. Look like I was too. Did it look like to you Lamar had the yips on the short ones, the short little passes? E, did you? Did you? I know you yeah, watched that game. Uh-huh. I don't think he played his. I don't think he played his, his best the, game. Maybe I, I thought, thought they the threw him too much. Yeah, the game I didn't plan, like the game plan. Yeah, me neither. Anyway. They led the league in rushing, and I know that it got off to a slow start. The running backs. Did you hear the stat? Carried huh. it six times. What? Six carries for the running Gus backs. Edwards, six carries? Total. All the all backs. Wow. Six carries. How are you going to win a game if you're the leading rushing team? I, I, I couldn't believe it. I kept waiting him to run, and Lamar kept putting it in the belly, pulling out, and taking five-step drop. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I was like, what are y'all doing? The Chiefs' pass defense, I think, is number one in the league. It's like, what? I, so, yeah, maybe he did have the yips. Maybe he just had the the the, the, the shakes. From the scheme that they tried to employ, so um, yeah, that was a tough one, man. Yeah, but I'm not. Uh, I will say this. I, see, I hate the Niners much more than the Chiefs. Really? Yeah, but that's that's more like. A, Where does that come from? Growing up a Falcons fan, is it a Shanahan thing too? Well, I, I don't like him either because he cost the Falcons their. I mean, he literally handed a Super Bowl to the Patriots. Had two Super Bowls handed to him, man. What 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 hickory stump did they meet the devil uh, at? Atlanta, by the way, what was the other one? The, the uh, the Seahawks threw it at the half yard line. Oh, yeah. I mean, they run the ball. They, I mean, yeah, what yeah, a different yeah. narrative that is. Instead of six and three, Belichick's four and five. Instead of seven, Brady has five. Mm. But anyway, so yeah, I, I much prefer. I, now, I like this collection of Niners players. Yeah. Like, it's easier. I, I like Debo. I like McCaffrey. I like Purdy, but just the brand itself, I'll never root for the 49ers to win a big game. They, they just punched the Atlanta in the. I sock it too many times. The Rams, same thing with the Rams. I can't pull for either one of those teams. They're just growing. This is kid, by the way. This is like this is this is kid PT, PTSD. Here. Yeah, from yeah, like being a seven, about, eight, nine, it. twelve years it. old. I get it. That's yeah. where this goes yeah. to because now I don't even you know I don't even root for the Falcons per se, but I still have certain teams and branded in my mind that yeah no yeah yeah no. That's fair. How do you if you do? How do you uh, fulfill your comp- like your competitive urges with the carrot of like professional golf and full-time professional golf 
Like when that's put on. aside, right? Mm. You know, because I mean? you're not working toward that right now, right, and I, there's right. competition within, yeah, like the job industry to do what you're doing. It, it, there is, but also the best thing about golf, and we can talk about this a little later, because I'm I'm face first in it right now with my little boy. Um, youth sports. I have PTSD about youth sports and like politics. With and then, from your age, yes, when and you politics were politics, and why I turned to golf. Okay, because it, golf was you are what you are. That's there's fair. No, there's nothing else. We talked about that yesterday. Yeah, we Just, did. You yep. don't, you know, the individual sports are a little Can't bit different. Nobody, you yep. ain't blaming anybody but yourself. Right. So with the TV, you talk about the competitive juices. You know, with the television, yes, absolutely. There's some competitive juices, but I can only get the reps I'm given. Right. And they're, you know, dude, it. Mm -hmm. You want to talk about politics like that? It like. That industry? What about from a sports standpoint? What about from a play? You know, like sure, okay, like, you, so, like if you're on PGA Tour, bro, and it, for for money and other reasons, but you're every week you got like a competitive fire, but yeah, it's yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like for the closest things for like my level of golfer, you know, a high single digit or a single digit or even a low, just a decent golfer. It's like member guests. That's like the closest thing. Like we get really juiced for a member guest because it feels important. Yes, it feels competitive. It doesn't feel like you're going with your guys just to knock it around for you know five a hole or yeah. whatever. I, well, dude. I get those juices just on, from your fun games. Well, little, not really, but like little, like I played last year, I played a, a tennis member guest. First one ever. Oh, I, I wanted, you. I wanted to win. What up? You know, it's got Rod Laver over there. Um, no, hardly. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, you know, like I wear, what about like, pickleball? Uh, like you, this you, gym, you made I, the pickleball no, trans <laughs> transition yet. Any, everyone can make the pickleball transition. <laughs> very true. I'll two, be making it takes soon. two seconds. If yeah. you can't, you're, I, you probably I didn't play sports. Before. Might be in a wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. So the competitive. It, there's there's no, just there's not no a lot of spots for me to, yeah. to, to get that. Yeah. I guess, I guess working out maybe sometimes. Like I guess here's what happens to. too. Maybe you don't miss it because it's so over. Dude, I, mean, I used to be so overwhelming. competitive and I kind of found it a bit unattractive, like an unattractive trait in myself. How competitive I was, especially in like my early twenties. It was, it was, uh, it was. But it, it's also what it takes to be great. Like, like for fit, sure. Like, well, that's what separates the, yeah. the, you know, the guys who just keep the tigers and so on. Yeah, you know, in other sports we see them uh, as well. I've just gotten a text from. Uh, I'm a man, Joe Massa, over there at First Coast News. They're still putting water on that fire. What? E still putting water on it. In fact, uh, intuition and manifest the ceiling temporarily closed. And again, you want to keep it from there. So. Just the latest on that that uh, terrible fire that we ha had downtown. So uh, safe to say, you'll be rooting for the Niners. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And that's a more anti Chief than it is pro Niner. Oh yeah, anti Chief. Yeah. Anti Chief. Mm -hmm. I get it. I I typically have been, you know, I'm the anti Dynasty guy too, right? Typically, I find reasons to not. It says nothing to do with their dynasty. No, I, I know that. I, this is personal hate. I've I've transitioned now though I root for the the older I get I root for the dynasty so even if I dislike some of their players I root for them to win because I like seeing guys do you know I like seeing guys teams I, I mean, think it'd be pretty cool for Brock Purdy to yeah the Super Bowl yeah and just you know, do it for you he have a pretty good year and going off to the offseason. Yeah. I, I again is Brock Purdy listen Mahomes has lost one Super Bowl yes who to beat him hold on yeah e who beat him in the Super Bowl. Who beat Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl? Who was the quarter? Oh, the GOAT. Yeah, Tom Brady beat him. Yeah. Good luck, Brock Purdy. Yeah, Brock, it, it, it yeah, is. Brock Purdy's going to beat Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl this weekend. Yeah, sure he is.
Sure he is. I don't understand Vegas, dude, one bit. You like to throw a little bit of matchstick down here and there. How are the 49ers favored? Yeah, I don't get How? that. How? I don't get that well, either. That's such a sucker bet. I guess the Niners are winning the Super Bowl, right? Because well, Vegas, Vegas isn't in the business of giving their money away. A point and a half favorite is the latest line. How is that possible? That, that, the, the, oh, it's hard to admit. The team is better. Is it? Their record oh, okay. wasn't much better. On paper, you know, on paper maybe. I don't yeah. know. I just I don't know about the team. Here's the problem right now for the Niners. Their defense is playing like butt. Yeah, what's going on there? Right? Yeah. I mean, they're giving up 26, 28 points a game. They're not they're so and the Chiefs defense is playing like lights out. Yeah, lights out, man. So Dude. All right, um uh, Matty Aries in studio with us. Well, we got a lot to get to. You can keep uh, uh, sharing your opinion with us either via the uh, text line designed by Lifetime Enclosure, 641 Same thing as the uh, number here into the studio. The email address is the drill at 1010XL.com. We'll come back with a 10 minute drill. We will uh, talk about some of these sports topics um, that are uh, percolating out there. It includes uh, news from the National Football League in the upcoming Super Bowl. We have brunch with the tour a little bit later today. You going to be okay with your PGA Tour brethren here sharing space? I can't wait. Yeah, okay, This is going to be great. All right, so former PGA Tour player. Stuart Moore, you better bring your A game today. That's all we're going to tell you. So brunch with the tour is coming up. Am I picking for Dan today? Or I'm not, gonna let you, I'm not no. letting you pick for Dan. Right. No. Did Dan send his picks in? Yeah, he sent his picks Damn it. I was hoping he did. <laughs> I'll let you pick for me. Yeah. yeah. No. Small field this week. My, my guy. Small field yeah. this week. My, I'm going – I'm grabbing – E, all you got to do is hand him the Vegas odd sheet. He's very smartly just takes the top that are available who aren't been picked yet. That's or, what I'm going to start doing this week. Or I'll text my, my my buddy who was a former PGA guy and ask him for some help. You can do that. You, has he been giving you picks? <laughs> what? You gave me a pick one week and it was late. He ended up winning. Uh, I got that made me sick. I got nothing. Yeah. yeah. Is that what's happening? I mean, this is what's going on right here in front of me. My two guys at two per day. Uh, this is the drill. It's Cal and Truck Accessories Tuesday. Now I got to spend four minutes getting to the bottom of something. Nick. Bro. Yeah. Time to go. Time to go here. Um, <clears throat> distracted a little bit. You good? So, uh, we haven't talked to you since the Jags completed the absolute, um, you know, tumble and rumble into the sewer from the outhouse, I mean, from the penthouse to the outhouse uh, real quick. And listen, from, listen, one thing I love about pro sports, if you're an athlete in a pro sport, ET, it does not matter which sport you play. They're all the same. Dude. Yeah. I'm just telling you. There are more, there are more similarities between a golfer and a a corner, then you get momentum is a hell of a thing. That's what I mean. It's like yeah. it's momentum. It's 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 confidence. These the mentality, things, to, mm-hmm. right? To the very best in the world, it doesn't matter if you're playing a stick and ball sport, if you're playing an individual sport, if you're playing a team sport. If you are a professional athlete, yep. if you're at the very top of what you do, the 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 shortcomings, the pressures, the successes, they have a lot more in common than they than they do. So. And, and you and you know how hard it is, personally, to to turn around and recapture what you're capable of. You got to have a, yeah, short term memory loss can be can be a great thing sometimes. And and I wonder, I, I think golf, you do you can fall victim to the mental side of it maybe more than football. We've talked about this before. The one thing about golf is, 
You can't hustle out your mistakes. No. That's the one thing I like about teams. Like, if you're playing basketball and you miss an easy shot, you can hustle and play defense. If you're playing baseball and you pop one up, you can get your anger you, you out by sprinting you down can't the really line. Try harder in golf. unless you unless if you do, it's almost the opposite. Then you end up honest, with a logo for a Jeff, for, huh? It's almost the opposite. You can try less sometimes. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. golf, yeah. Right, and if you do get so frustrated, like like you know, and you don't have that outlet, then you end up with a logo on a clothing brand. Sure. Yeah, well, it all works out. Yeah, it works out in the end. Yeah. For those that don't know, the Live Forever Golf, you know, are you proud of that? You see, I, that logo is so. I bring raw. that up. I don't think you like it. I think, I'm not crazy about yeah, it. Yeah, I can tell yeah. that. I won't bring it up anymore. Do you want to get rid of it? Have you told the guys? We're kind or, of fa- you, we're phasing out, out into the three lines. Logo. Yeah, the lines oh, are definitely yeah. the deal. I yeah. love that Look, logo. I think it's it, the best logo going. I don't. I think you should embrace it. I don't know. I mean, everybody you're selling to has done that. No, I know, but when you're making nice clothes, you can't like slap that logo on that's a fair. $130 piece of clothing. <laughs> I love, I that's love that fair. Logo, um, man. That's so fair. it's fine on hats yeah. and stuff. I I'm fine yeah. with that. But but also it's like there you was, like, there to was a lot more classy. To, there you're was trying a, to class no, it up. That's fine. There's a lot more to my career than that club throw. And <laughs> I feel like it kind of <laughs> just happened. gets hung up yeah. on that. But that's fine. Well, I'm I've I've uh, fed into that. I'm Apologize. I, no, we, it's we. I think I branded. It was a it. good read. I, you could tell I'm not crazy I did. about it. I, yeah. I've noticed it for a while, and I, I meant to, um, uh, and I meant to bring it up before, but I didn't, and I don't know why. Just I haven't. Saying. I couldn't tell you last time I've thrown a club. Really? Yeah. Did probably. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, the pressure, the, the, that kind of pressure, Just and that kind of you know, emotion. The, the You're moment, kind of a volcano. You know, the You're moment a hasn't presented itself. Yeah, I don't. I I know the guys you play golf with, and I know how you play and where you play. I don't see a lot of club throws in your future. Mm-mm. You know, it's hard to throw a club when you. Yeah. So it's well, they control yeah. of all your. The best, the best was like high school golf. I mean, you could drop an F bomb and it would just echo through the course. And nothing <laughs> there's no would, one there. Nothing would yeah, happen. Parents ever been proud. Her mom just looks at you, shakes her head. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> what do you? Uh, I, you you have some great pebble uh, stories, I'm sure. Sure. And didn't you play with the, the your our, the Mickelson's guy there? I played with that Billy Walters. That's guy. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was my partner when you're in the pro. I've had some great partners out there. Did you pick him because of his gambling? I or didn't they, pick him. They, he, they he assigned just, him, or they? He, I think he they just bid got or whatever. No, there's no bidding. I, okay, here's what I think happens, and Stuart could probably uh, clear this up when he gets here. But I'm pretty sure the big names and the big sponsors, like whoever the head of AT and T is, he's gonna get to pick who he plays with. But there's probably only about ten or about 10 guys that get to pick. Then the rest, there's a pro-am party the night before. Uh, it's like a member guest. Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday It's like night. a live of it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Tuesday night, and they draw for partners, yeah. Okay. Um, he was awesome, though, man. He was – I learned a that's ton. That's your fun. Is that, like, your favorite guy that you've been paired with? Dude, I, well, like, like celebrity? Yeah. Have yeah. you ever been sweat, like I got, an athlete I, I, that you were – not really. I got. Uh, I'll tell you another really cool one. One year in Palm Springs, it's it's a different form. It's okay. So AT and T this week, you play with the same amateur all the first three rounds. Okay. At in Palm Springs, which they just had a couple of weeks ago, I don't even know what it's called. Yeah, it used to be called the Bob Hope, but uh, you have a different amateur partner every day. Well, I got Michael Bolton one day. The singer. Yes. And when I was he's gr- a decent golfer, isn't he? He's fine, yeah. And when I was growing up, did we you were, now were you anti Michael Bolton at that listen, stage? Listen, listen, dude. So <laughs> when I was growing up, I used to carpool to elementary school with this kid named Mikey, uh, Mikey Singletary. Actually, okay. anyways, lives up here now. But his mom was like diehard 
diehard Michael Bolton. Okay. She wore nothing but leopard. Like she was just <laughs> all about Michael Bolton. Michael like Bolton. the long hair, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. The big, yeah. big, big nose, yes. big features. So I get he's not a handsome man, is he? Uh, no, I mean it depends okay. what you're into. All right. All right. So uh, <laughs> we we see him. I get paired with him, and we have a hell of a day. And we're uh, I'm like, we're like nine holes in, and I'm making some putts. Like. You're the best putter I've ever played with. I was like, sick, dude. Yeah. Michael Bolton just told me, you know, that's pretty cool. How old are you? Anyway, we, uh, I'm probably 32. Okay. So you've been yeah. around a while. Yeah. Um. Anyways, FaceTimed my buddy's mom too, and it was oh, it was pretty what cool, a hero you are. Pretty cool moment. Did she just lose her mind? It was funny. It I can imagine she just lose your mind. Imagine like, but your, Michael your crush. Bolton was hilarious, dude. I mean, he was, you know. Those like, guys yeah, have I'm, done a lot of those things, you know. Like, yeah, you know, I'm still pretty big in Asia. Uh, it's like they love me in the karaoke bars over there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I couldn't tell you a Michael Bolton song. I know that really? I know some. How of can them. we be lovers if we can't be friends? How can we be lovers if we can't e, be e, that's friends? That's gotta come. You gotta get that on the next. You track. already know him. That is such uh, a ballad. It really is, yeah. dude. It really that, is. How can we be lovers? He just. I've had some great, great You will. I think you'll know. How can we be lovers if we can't be friends? But it's very '80s. It it's, feels it made nineties maybe. It's what very it? awesome, is what it is. <laughs> Look at you, my guy. See, <laughs> you, I'm completely off the hook now for any Taylor Swift comments earlier today. We've now moved on. I can't wait to go back to the text line and see them all in their panties bunch because we spent <laughs> a minute and a half Bolton. talking about Michael Bolton because it applied to a sports story uh, that we were uh, that we were that we were telling there. So yeah, let's get back to Pebble Beach. So, or do you want to talk about golf since Stu's coming up in a little? Or do you yeah, we'll do it? that. Right. Uh, we'll do that later. We'll talk about Pebble Beach. But I, what got me to that point was. There is no easy answer for when it starts to go wrong no, for a pro not. athlete. I think and, stopping and, the bleeding is like one of the, the one hardest thing, things to do. In yours, right? In, in individual, at least you're just dealing with yourself. But when you're in a team environment, there's probably more than one reason. And for certain people, the reasons are different. So it's very there, there's no like, but but it can happen. Like you look what the Bills did, right? They were playing. T- look at the Chiefs. They were mm-hmm. very average all year. I mean, the Chiefs were losing games to teams like the Raiders in it, November. It's it's just like they just needed a ticket to the dance, and Mahomes is like, okay, now it's now it's me versus you. You know, Could one the week Jacks, at a time. At any point when you're watching, does it? You just watch totally as a fan. If it's not a sport you played, do you ever like try and apply some of your own experiences, or do the, do you recall your own experiences if you're watching? Say, no, like I'm if you want, you I'm, don't. I'm a sports fan. Like, so I'm, if the Jags go debacling, it's you don't. You're not like, oh yeah, I remember the back nine. Oh, here's, here's what they need to do. No, not even I what they need to do, that. but just like, oh, I know that feeling. Yeah, it's just everything it's I try. Out of your hands. Yeah, yeah it's just, nothing's working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, ET has um. Throwing together a Super Bowl a pop quiz for us. We'll Ooh. do that. We'll do that when we come back on the other side. Uh, we're excited about the brunch with the tour today as we go to Pebble. I did have one question about Pebble yeah. before we go to break, and 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 we'll we'll talk more the fun side of it when brunch with the tour tees off. I'm always surprised, and I know the answer. I've learned the answer since, but I'll hear it from you. Isn't Pebble like a top five or ten U.S. golf course? I'm not talking about from your. Yeah, like ra- like rated wise. Yeah, just like like, sure. like if you think of golf courses, Pebble may be the first one. That's, that Augusta, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I've always been amazed that for this tournament, the, no one plays it. Is it because like the stars don't play it typically? They yes. do like one of them may, but well, it's not look. like you would think Pebble Beach. It surprises, I think, an average golf fan that they'll all play Riviera. And I know this is a long answer. Okay, by the way, that they'll all play Riviera, but they won't play. 
Pebble, and I, I think parts of the answer that I've just kind of gleaned and learned, one is the amateur field, can, the amateur format probably drives a lot of them crazy. Uh-huh. And two, the golf course is so different that time of the year and throws you off as you get ready to, to, oh. to embark on an important stretch of the season. So now give me the more accurate There's a answers. few reasons. One, the amateur thing weighs heavy. I always enjoyed playing with amateurs. It took my mind off of the golf a little bit. There's two years in a row I was in And the pace of play is already slow on PGA Tour. It's already bad. It's not. A, it's already bad. Yeah, so it's that's not a massive you, issue. Is it ever like watching a guy chank the ball everywhere? Does that ever – that's not disconcerting? Like, I've heard people not wonder that. Yeah. No. He no. plays enough with me. He's seen yeah, enough. Not at all. Um, and and you know what? Most of those guys, they're told in the in the meeting on Tuesday, like, hey, if you're out if you're out of the hole, you pick up. And so yeah, it, yeah. it does move along. Okay, okay, that's one reason the amateurs. The other, re- there's two others. Uh, weather is usually not great there. That's fair. It's a, just a and then scheduling. It's a great spot for those big guys to take off. It's usually sandwiched in between, I, I believe, Phoenix and L.A. Maybe. Um, okay. It, it that West Coast kind of ju- yeah that West Coast it moves around a little bit but um and it's a long way it's three golf courses Jeff it's not all at Pebble Beach it's Pebble Correct. Spyglass and Monterey Peninsula okay so which of those other two courses uh... Spyglass for me is like one of the best courses ever okay it's just it's it's really really good. I'm a reminder we still got a, a good times we had fun when we made our run down and played uh, the UF golf course Enjoyed yeah that. that was great man. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Let's do it again. Just let's. Okay. Yeah. Um, so those are the two main reasons. Three. Yeah. Other yeah, three. Yeah. Scheduling, scheduling, weather, and amateurs. Yeah. yeah. So it's not the like the grass on the greens. Well, that's the other thing. Weather, the the Poana greens. Okay. So like last week in Torrey, the same surfaces. Okay. Poana grass on the greens in Torrey, as well as Pebble. However, Pebble is San Diego. You're not getting rain, and so those firm Poana, they're okay. They're not the best surface, but it's fine. You get footprints, especially amateur footprints Why do they use it, on Poana. Well, it's just the area of the country the grass grows the best in. I, I have no clue. I'm yeah. not an agronomist, but it's uh it it can drive you nuts. Like three foot putts on a wet day at Pebble Beach. I'm I'm telling you, it's a coin flip if they go in or not. You can see these footprints in the greens, they're like a centimeter deep sometimes. Well, that just, that's, that just it's seems nasty. to bring a lot of chance into it. All right, well, uh, we'll table the golf talk for now. That returns at, um, what, about 8.20 today when we have brunch of the tour. We'll make our picks. No, matter. you can't pick for Dan Hicken. I'm not going to allow you to do that. <laughs> uh, uh, we got a prize pack for you right now. Come uh, come kind, come courteous. E.T. will hook you up with some razzle-dazzle. Um, it, when we come back, I, I said E.T. has a... Pop quiz. Has a pop quiz. I have a I have a Shazam spotlight. I was looking at bracketology and I had to recount two or three times a strange fact when we start to ponder what the NCAA tournament field of sixty eight may look like. A a alarming strange number emerged. So I'll share that with you in the form of a of a football fix. I mean of a of a Shazam spotlight. And uh and NASCAR news, believe it or not. All Ooh, that more. Let's go. Got, got Maddie's attention. Daytona born and bred. They love that stuff. So all right, uh prize back up for grabs. We'll come back with more on the other side. It's Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday on 1010XL. Is this Michael Bolton? It might be. Lee, or, uh, is, it, is this Michael Bolton? He let this ride for How can we be lovers and we can't be friends? Did you know this song? How can we start yeah. over when the fighting never ends, oh. baby? This used to be on all the little the infomercials when, like, to, to, to buy, like, the old albums and stuff. This gets better and better, too. 
This is so eighties. You got a year on this, E? Michael Bolt, 91. Whoa, whoa. Communication. Jeff. It's a no-win situation. How can we be lovers if we can't be friends? I got to macho this up and sing some Taylor Swift. Got to add some testosterone to this party and get some Swifties in. (laughs) All right, I got a uh, from the text line here today. Uh, By the way, Matt Every is in studio with us. Appreciate him. Uh, as always, uh, Jeff, I'm from the Texan Design My Lifetime Enclosures. Jeff, I fell down a golf wormhole and stumbled across Matt Every sitting in a chair in a fairway at a 2019 Corn Ferry event to protest slow play. Can you tell That's us about it? I learn something new about you every time. It's beautiful. Do you, re- do you recall that? Sure. So what was that all about? That's exactly what he said. So what, what, what led you to do well, that? What was so the fallout? You, we were just talking about... Uh, during the break, you sports tale as old as time, daddy ball. Um, this is the same thing with slow play on the PGA Tour. It's nothing new and nothing ever really changed. I'd, I'd actually done that in numerous events. Um, that's just the first time I think it got photographed. Okay. Uh, Are you doing it while the tournament's going on? Or Yeah, yeah. So the rules officials aren't doing their job. Okay. Like, to me, slow play, like if you, you have 40 seconds to play a shot, right? Okay. If you break that, that's if, if you go over that, that's breaking the rules. In a real easy way for, to solve slow play, what do you call people when they break the rules? Cheaters. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what we need to start calling slow players instead of slow players. Why we won't need to they call punish them, them Matt? I, I, like, I, I'll say this. If you look, uh, it's no different than a rule that, okay, that, oh, that's good. You didn't put it out or you hit a breakfast ball. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Slow play is no different than you bang. All right, I'm going to hit a mulligan. Yeah. So you know, I, how does it exist? It, it, how does it, it how does it stick around? I don't understand why how it survives. I don't know. There's the 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 whatever policy they have in place just it doesn't work. There's I know they've tweaked it a bunch, but until you start penalizing guys shots and you know, almost give them a scarlet letter a little bit and put a label on them. I mean, it, it's it's uh it's it's I don't know I don't think it's ever gonna get better but anyways yes that's what I was doing okay I was just pro- I was just doing it to get a rise out of the officials so when they came to me and said that was conduct unbecoming I could say well so is playing slow is this dur- like during your round you had someone bring you a chair and you no. like you hit a tee shot and then you sat in, this in the is, chair no dude <laughs> that'd have been is, better you know well I mean it's not far off so <laughs> this is there was a chair after. Uh, walking off a hole like a volunteer might have been sent. Sure, well, like a okay. fold-up chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just grabbed, you know, I just grabbed it and carried it like a surfboard down the fairways for a little bit. Okay, a few holes. Now, do you get reprimanded, or fined, or chided mm. for that by the tour? Did they even notice? Uh, I would say reprimanded. I don't think I got. How big is the that. difference between like the Corn Ferry and the PGA? It's like what playing, do you mean? It, like, like just the atmosphere the you know crowd is it like a single a versus a major league game is it that big of a difference a lot of times the The community is big exactly yeah community rallies around it you'd be surprised yeah no i wouldn't that's true i think here in jackson we got the players right yeah but you know if they go to like like they have an event in knoxville i guarantee you that event is well attended it's uh they they go to the small markets and they kind of rally around them i got you and the difference is a zero by the way in the money you just add a zero on the end for the tour. 
Okay. Um, I have a I have a Shazam spotlight here, man. I told you I'm, I'm getting into the uh, bracketology. That's uh, ESPN's version of who's going to make uh, the NCAA tournament, and uh, your boy Joe Lenardi mm. will uh, crack out a new set of ratings. You know, about every week. So, what is today? The thirtieth. This has been a while. I did see him on. I don't know, one of the one of the ESPN shows uh, recently. So it, he still has Florida as the next four out in his latest bracketology. I don't know if they would still be sitting there, but this isn't about Florida and whether they can surge into a spot in the NCAA tournament. By the way, if if you if you're at a major conference and you're, I think basketball coaches should have the shortest leash of of any sport. Mm. And I say this thinking that, and I, I'm not even talking about like the Gators level per se. It's easy to make the tournament. 68 teams, bro. Mm-hmm. You, if you, you know, you're almost to the point if you can finish top four or five in your conference. If you can't be a program that's good enough to finish top four and five in your conference, what are you doing? Right. So what's the alarming? Well, here's the alarming. What I'm going to ask you guys. What's this? Now, the cliche answer is no longer the answer. That's that's the lesson learned here. What's the best basketball conference, boys? Whew. What what? What first pops to your mind? What's the go-to answer for that? ACC, ACC, right? I mean, that's what it's always been. Tobacco Road, Duke, and Carolina, and Virginia, and, you know, NC State, and Georgia Tech, and all all of them down. Well, Maryland, now Big Ten. But, yeah, all down the, you know, throughout history, we've we've thought that the ACC. Is it the Big East now? Are they the best? uh, It's Big 12 is what it is right now. But here's here's the Shazam Spotlight. Brought to you by ShazamAuto.com and the Murray Ford Superstores. Truck guy here. Uh, don't be shy and and head down to the Murray Ford Supers. By the way, Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. Those two go hand in hand. But I appreciate my guys. Both um, y- you can go down to Stark or up to Kingsland and save on these big city prices. Why don't you? I think ten Big Ten teams, Big Twelve teams, are forecast into the sixty-eight team field by bracketology. Eight from the SEC uh, as of today mm-hmm. are forecast in. How many ACC teams right now, if the tournament were today, does Joe Lenardi have in the in the tournament? And the ACC, you know, I'll remind you now has like, you know, 8,000 teams. I don't know what the number is. 14 teams, is it? About to get bigger even. I mean, How I, many do you I, think, though? E, what do you got? How many teams from the ACC, the big bad ACC, are going, or right now, mm-hmm. um, uh, slated, forecast, bracketologied, Yeah. To going into the field. How many would you say? And, uh, yeah, we got uh, – here are the teams in the ACC. You ready? In no particular order. Louisville, Pitt, Notre Dame, Georgia Tech, Boston College, Clemson, Virginia Tech, NC State, Miami, uh, Final Four last year, Syracuse, Wake Forest, FSU, Virginia, Duke, North Carolina. I'm going to say five. I'm going to say three. Three. It's three, man. I think there'll be more than three. In fact, I look at this list. There should be more than three on here. Now I think Clemson, Virginia, Duke, and NC- and North Carolina – would all be in the field if they were announced today. But Joe Lenardi's right more than he is wrong. It's just the fact that here we are going into February, only three ACC teams are right. looked at as tournament uh, ready. I, that was Shazam. Yeah, that was a Shazam for me. So the Shazam Spotlight brought to you by the Murray Ford Superstores. Here oh, we go. Pop quiz. Gentlemen. What do we got? I'll so, save NASCAR, my NASCAR little okay. bit for, not even bit, item for, for next segment. We'll... In here. Okay, well, here we go. Uh, Matty, you ready? Tomorrow, by the way, it's Get Smart John, so this is a primer. Yeah, a primer. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the Niners and Chiefs will face off for the second time 
okay. in the Super Bowl. All right. And I got the luxury of actually going to the, the last time they, they faced off. Jeff, you remember what Super Bowl that was? It's like uh, 19, maybe? It was Super, down in Miami. Yes, that is yeah. L-I-V, Super Bowl Live. So it was probably 2020 it, year, 2019 it Super, season. It was Super Bowl 54. Okay. All right. I don't know the numbers at all. They, they, they faced off down there in Miami, you know, they, they put on a show. That was a good game, right? The, yeah. the, the Niners blew it. Yep, they did. And Shanahan, by the way, did, did went full Atlanta Falcon that game, too. Yep. He was throwing the ball with the lead. All they had to do was run. Oh, oh boy. So, so including the Niners and uh, okay. the Chiefs, All right. there have been seven other teams, seven other rematches. Oh, so we're looking for the seven other Super Bowl games that feature the, the same two teams. Correct. Seven other rematches All right, in well, the yeah, Super Bowl. I got, I got you got, what do you got? Eagles-Pats. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. That one didn't Eagles. pop the head. You forget about the Eagles-Pats here and then the one that the uh, Philly Special one. Hold okay. on, hold on. Let me get you right. Yes, they Ooh. faced off twice. I'll tell you the one that, that that I don't know if I would think this is the only one, but the Cowboys and Steelers have met three times. Really? I got another. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Jeff, you are right. They are the only ones to face off yeah, three they, times. The oh. 70s, they met twice, Wait, and then 19, mid-90s, so the Jacks e- first year. E, there's how many more? Do we, have? we have five more? Five more. One, two. Okay, the Bills. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to let. Who did the Bills in their, their run of losses in the Super Bowl? They you, had to have met two I see what, teams. I see what, you I see got, what you're you, doing you, there. You have, you, the Bills are right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now tell me who it is that they lost to twice. Uh, how old are you then? Well, how old are you in 1993? 10. Oh, so that's harder for you. See, I'm a grown A man at that point. But he's, that's a hit right there, 93. You know what I'm saying? If you know football, I kind of. Bills, Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, right. hold on. Let me get you right. Go with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the Bills lost to the, the Bills, sadly, got progressively worse with each Super Bowl. Really? Like they lost the first one on the wide right. Yeah. And then they lost to the Cowboys in, in like a close game in Atlanta that they led at the half. And then the Redskins at the time beat them pretty easy. And then the Cowboys blew them out. But Bills-Cowboys, yeah. We are looking for Super Bowl rematches. Okay. So far, y'all gave me the Steelers-Cowboys. Y'all gave me Bills-Cowboys. Y'all gave me Eagles-Pets. Uh, are there any? And, are and there, obviously, are uh, we missing any honest. recent ones? I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let. I'll. I'll. I'll get these. Really? So I'll. Yeah, I will. If I think about them, I'll get every one of them. So I'll let. You, oh, I got one right now. Huh. This is a hard one. I think a lot of people wouldn't get this one. It just popped into my head. I don't think many people. I wouldn't have got this. One. Are the Bengals involved in it? Uh, I have to think of the Bengals. I don't think the Bengals have a, have had. A, they they did the 49ers. Yeah, the Bengals 49ers. Hello, 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 yeah. hello, hello. Yeah. Yes, they did sir. that before. One of those before you were they, born, they and then another one. Yeah, yeah, they did too. They sure did. Um, no, there's one that I think is hard to get. And I'm just going to use this because this was the, at the time, was the were the nicknames. I know they're not anymore. But the Dolphins-Redskins have met twice. I would not have gotten that. That's a hard no one. Chance. The Dolphins beat the Redskins to finish off their undefeated season. And then Marino's rookie year or second, Marino's Super Bowl was against Washington. That's when Riggins, John Riggins, had that somewhat famous highlight run, like a 44-yarder for a touchdown. Okay, how many are, what what do we got left? We're then? missing two, two Missing more. two still. Two, two still. Any, this is any, not easy. any any of them recent? Uh fairly. Okay. Fairly. Oh, I got another one. Mm-hmm. I got another one. Are mm-hmm. the Colts involved in any? Uh no. 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 I got one. I'll tell you a team that's involved and you tell me who it is. All right. We got another one with the Patriots. Mhm. We had mm-hmm. Patriots Eagles already. There's another one with the Patriots. Correct. One and both from the last both since Belichick and Brady were there. They played the same team twice. Now, they played them a lot of years apart. Ooh, that's a good hint right there. Yeah. 
They, but but Brady and Belichick were there for both of these matchups. Bron Broncos? No, that's AFC. Rem this coach beat Belichick twice in the Super Bowl, Matty. Uh, the Giants. The Giants. That's one. Yes, there's sir. another. There's another one. There's another Patriots. Really? Yeah. Yes, there's no, another yes. Patriots. Yep, the last one. And this is the one I was. I wasn't talking about the Giants and golfing. That's wow. not the one. This is our last one. I this got, this I is another Patriots when this they played this team in like 2000 probably in the Super Bowl, and mm -hmm. then they played them again just a few like 18 maybe 2000 just a few years ago. Patriots and the Rams. Yep. Wow. Remember they beat the Rams, greatest show on greatest turf, show on yeah. turf back in the uh, day yep. with a Vinatieri game winner, and then they beat them in that 13 to three. Was it maybe? Boring Super Bowl. That was a bad one. Mm -hmm. yeah, it was a few years ago. So there you have it. That's how we roll. Uh, job well done, Eat. That was yeah. nice. Come back on the other side. It's halftime here on the world famous drill. We'll uh, turn our attention to the eight o'clock hour. We'll welcome in the boys from the tour with brunch for the tour. That's coming up uh, about eight twenty, eight twenty five this morning. We're talking a little high school um, a spotlight a little bit later today, and uh, much more. So Matt Every, thankful to have him in studio with us. Two time winner at Bay Hill. Uh, also live forever golf. If you haven't discovered that clothing brand yet, what are you waiting on? And a thrill speed trap alert in play. Brought to you by today's sponsor, Catlin Truck Accessories, Radar Detection, and more. There, 295. Going both directions there between Wilson and 103rd. So keep those speeds down. Keep that cash in your pocket. And, um, you know, keep the city streets safe. I think Chip listens to the drill. Here's you giving up his hiding spot. So he moves. Yeah. They do listen. Chip yeah. definitely listen. We got this thing approved. I mean, if the idea, right? I mean, if you don't, if you are on the law enforcement side, the speed trap enforcement side, the speed enforcement side, yeah, right. And people are encouraging people to keep their speed down. You should be happy. Yeah, you know? That's a good thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I think that telling somebody who is just leaving their house that there's a speed trap at two ninety five and 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 Wilson and and it's January thirtieth, end of the month. Well, you know, you know what they say. I'm not saying. I'm saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Um. It, it, but, but the reality is here, too. I mean, if you really are, I mean, the idea of giving the speed to take, I mean, the speeding tickets are just one, right? It's to remind people to keep their speed down. There's no other reason you, you that they would stop us and give us a speeding ticket and charge $150. I mean, it's strictly yeah. to keep things safe. So if we can tell them as they leave their driveway that there's a speed trap, then they won't have to see it and then slow down and hit the brakes and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. Um NASCAR. Have you noticed what NASCAR has done the last? This will be the third year in a row. Third year in a row. You know what mm. the Bush Clash is? It's before the the Bush Clash usually kicks off Speed Weeks in Daytona, and it is last is, year's is pole it, winners. Is it like the Twin One Twenty Fives used to it's be? It's before that. It's it, the Bush Clash is just last year's pole winners. Okay. And I think they may have at, they may have added some other ways to get in now, but forever the Bush Clash would come like. I think the way it was, like, they would do pole qualifying on Saturday. Saturday night would be Bush Clash. Sunday would be something, and the Speed Weeks would start. But the Bush Clash has been somewhere else. This will be the third year in a row. Do you know where it is? No. Then NASCAR has done a terrible job of marketing. It's not Daytona. That's my point. If you're trying to grow the sport, I did see this, and this is key to me. This is key. You're They're late to the party. They should have beaten the PGA Tour and Formula One out of the gates. But I see Netflix has produced that. Oh, NASCAR variety jump in there out of the garage or whatever it is. I believe it's I believe it drops this, you know, this week as it starts. And, you know, part of the problem now is I don't know how many like super compelling figures you have in the sport. Yeah, like it's, it's like, kind of like the golf, to be honest. What, a right. Bit. It is. It's kind of gotten vanilla. Like, right. Uh, because like, these there guys was, that you could you that would be entertaining. You could follow around. They're not going to let you follow them around. 
they don't need you to follow that's them around. The, the, right? good, the good stuff you're not going to get. And that might be the case in NASCAR as well. I don't really follow NASCAR a ton anymore, man. I feel like their days, it's like the good old days, you know? My mom just brought up a bunch of photos from when I was a kid, and I had, there was one, I got one with Bill Elliott when I was like six years old at the Oyster Pub. I almost liked it better with the no frills back in the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, dudes driving around the track with a heater hanging out their yeah. mouth. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they got pictures of dudes with a cigarette in one mouth with his elbow literally on the dead gum side of the window going 200 miles an hour around uh, Daytona or Talladega mm-hmm. or elsewhere. But, but no, this is the third year in a row, okay? And this speaks to either a missed opportunity because you, uh, Maddie, are more, uh, you have more of a NASCAR lean than most average sports fans. Yeah, I mean, by no means my NASCAR I get fan, it. but I yes, but it up registers there, with yeah, you. Yeah. So the fact that this has been going on now, this will be the third year, and it hasn't registered. I, I with did you. see where they they were doing something at the Rose Bowl a while that's ago. It. That's it, the Coliseum. That, yeah, that was a miss, though. Man. Third year in a row they're it, doing it. it. I remember like getting a glimpse of the first one, and it's so small. There's, there's no action. Yes, it's, it's very small. I mean, I don't disagree with you, but. I mean, I'll give them credit. There's just three years in a row. I guess the idea is you just make it part of the consciousness of Southern California. You can't, you know, you're not going to make a bunch of NASCAR fans just by having them come out to the deal, but just kind of, I, I don't, it's hard to grow sports, isn't it? Yeah. Like, what do you do? Like, if you were running the PGA, how do you grow sports? It's hard to grow a sport. People either like it or they don't. Like, the, the women's basketball cannot do anything that would make me a women's basketball fan. No, it's like the whole entertainment side on, on the other side of it. I, I, I don't know how, dude. That's that's above my pay grade. Um, I I messed up the dot. It wasn't Marino, I guess, who rematched with Washington, but the the Redskins and the Dolphins did meet twice in the Super Bowl. So maybe it was the Woodley Super Bowl. I I, I guess they're saying Marino was the San Francisco Super Bowl, and that may be fine, but doesn't change the the right answer from being uh, right. It was uh, Marino against Montana, but the Dolphins did play uh, uh, the Washington twice. Um, Did you see that Baselli rookie card I sent you the other day? Do what now? You see that Baselli rookie? I did. I'm trying. To, I'm still day. trying to get that uh, uh, valued for. Where did you come up with that? Well, we with every order we put a card in the in the order, and we just have like boxes and boxes of old stuff. And there's some pearls in there, and uh, I just stumbled is it, across. Is it it's, in great? I can't tell from the. It's, is it in great shape? Because I, really. I know this. One yeah, of my, I know it has to be in perfect shape. One of my kids. I mean, beyond it's stupid how good it's got to be. Like my kid. One of my kids was in that. For a while, was barter, you know, yeah, buying collecting and selling, cards, and collect, yeah, more buying and selling and brokering and okay. you know, auctioning and those kinds of things. And it's a when it comes to like he was showing me a card that looks perfect, yeah, and it was like, well, no, I'm sorry, this is whatever the grades are, this PSA is PSA 10 hard. or yeah, yeah, and I'm like, what do you mean? It's like perfect because I have, I got given years ago in the Jaguars press box, one of the card companies brought by a pack of cards for that. It was like the season opener in like 1998. Yeah. And they dropped off cards and opened mine up, and I've got a Peyton Manning rookie card. Oh. Well, it turns out, as it were, I don't know if it's Donruss or Flea, I don't even know what the brand was, but as it turns out, I looked it up years later, like within the last five, ten years. Um, And it was worth a lot. Really? But it had, I had just the corner. Yeah, I, I had just thrown it in the in a you know a collection bowl on top of my dresser, and it just been a beat and banged to heck. So I mean, I, I think it was like, like over three hundred dollars. I think at one point it got that, it to, but I could never. You, it's got to be pristine. It's almost like, like a good industry to get in right now is the the card rating industry. They charge. Yeah, they like do. A, it's like sixty yeah. bucks a card if you send it in, and now they're making these. 
Like my buddies and I, the other day, we went over to Riverside to go to this, I think it's Dan's Collectibles or something. And we went in just to go check out the cards and maybe some, you know, old Jordan cards or, or whatever. Half the, the store, half the store is magic cards now. Those Wait, things. Orlando Magic or Magic Johnson? No, 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 no. Like magic, like. Oh, oh, like, like little. Make believe. Like fantasy yes. cards and stuff. I don't know what those are. Oh, so, uh, yeah. well. It's heavy. Huh? It's, it's heavy. Yeah. It's, 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 I hear you. I'm, I'm yeah, nothing little, to do with yeah, it. But, yeah, yeah. but I'm telling you, it's there's, a dark there's, world. There's demand. It's there. dark some world. Some of those cards are worth more than than like a Griffey rookie. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. I I saw a story this week. Yeah. <laughs> I just I have a feeling there's going to be a story here. I that's why I giggle. Uh, I have to breach this one. Is it me or? You'll know as soon as I ask. All right. I got to get this in before Stuart Moore and the button-up PGA Tour comes in with their three-quarter zips and their, you know. No, maybe we should wait for this no, for Stuart. No, I got to ask you about a guy. It's about a guy. Okay. It's about a guy who's not on tour. He hadn't been for a while. Anthony and, Kim? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. What do you want to know? Just give me a take on Anthony Kim. So, we used to be good buddies. That's man. what I thought. Um, when in college, like if we were qualifying for these USA Same age, you or two? whatever. Yeah. Um, always up for like the same awards. We roomed together quite a bit. Where did he we play? Were, we both liked the same things. He played at Oklahoma. Okay. We both were into the same things and, and, um, I had a lot of fun with him, man. He got on tour a little faster than I did. And then, yeah, his career just took off and then he, he just vanished. There's a lot of, he's like a, he's like a folk hero, dude. I mean, the guy is, it's, you mean his, his like, just his, his natural aura. golf game? No, just like him in the golf world. Here's how it's I remember a mystery Anthony because he just vanished. I remember Anthony Kim being a good player with a reputation for being a hard drinker and partier. Nah. That's that was overplayed. Well, look, because didn't he have an injury? Is what forced him out ultimately? Yes. And then he, t- what I understand, he took the payout, which meant he could never play professional golf for taking the injury payout. Or if he did go back to playing professional golf, at least within a certain amount of time, he'd have to pay the injury settlement money back. Yeah, I think we might be past that. So that's why time. he did it. I, but but also there was this swing going around the internet of him the other day, and it's actually from three years ago, and some idiot just ran it, and everyone. Well, that's that's yeah. dangerous because next, you do see next, things you think is current. And then now all of a sudden he's in talks with the tour. Like, give me a break. What's he going to talk to the tour about? I mean, if anything, he'd be going to live. Like and 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 that would be such a live signing because I it's it's hard to take a month off from competitive golf and not lose your edge. An, Does exactly. anyone think Anthony Kim's going to be any good? Was he as good as I'm hyped? Sure. Like at one yes. point he was hyped as yes. like could be like yes. like a tiger rival even. Uh, yeah, he was, and he had the attitude to go with it. He he definitely was as good as hype. He, yes, he was up to hype. He, he, he would have been checks he, out hundred percent. He would have been a twenty time winner oh, on dude, tour. The guy was a, a world beater. I think he has the record. For so why did he get out then? Dude, Do you know? Are you not still friends then? No, I, I, I know. I just, I, I don't really want to say it. Oh, uh, wow! I mean, it's just a rare life. bout of restraint here from Maddie. I mean, the exact opposite reason we bring him in. Life you said you were rogue, man. Life. Yeah. I'm not a narc either, though, dude. I'm not True. a narc. <laughs> That's fair. Well, there. You go. That says enough. All right. Could that say enough? Maybe. Yeah. Um, I'll tell well, you what. If he does come back, though, I'll be pulling for him, hundred percent. Yeah, well, I think so, sure. And he'd be perfect for Liv. He would be. It fits their, their mold perfectly. Uh, from the text on Design by Lifetime Closures, hopefully a Netflix series can give us a, uh, a few new hero slash rock star types. I mean, these, these, so, these 
these streaming services behind the looks at at the had served Formula One and golf very well. Yeah, they were very uh, those were worth it. They 100%. they brought in a lot of people that had knew nothing about them before. We are in an era because of the intense like privacy is like it's gone out the window, right? Because people celebrities themselves are giving you inside looks. So audience now expect. To see their NASCAR star get out of the shower and eating breakfast and talking to his wife about who's picking up the kids, right? I mean, mm-hmm. they're behind the, you know, again, the, the the good sports are ahead of the curve. The bad ones play catch up, yeah. you know, so NASCAR's good old boy front office down there is way behind. They've, you know, just sat and watched two other sports that needed the pub go out and get it before they did. But, well, I'll check it yeah, out. We'll I'll see. see. I can't remember who I saw on it. Um I mean, they were decent names. The problem is today's names, they aren't the names that, that no. resonate with, like, our, you know, we're Earnhardt and Waltrip and Elliot. Rusty Wallace yeah. and Bill Elliott and, and Gordon and Jimmy Johnson even. And Davey Allison. The Labontes and the Allison family, right? And now it's, you know, Ryan Blaney. Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's do this. We'll come back. We'll talk golf. Let's do it. Uh, former PGA Tour winner, Matt Every in studio with us here uh, today and tomorrow. So glad to have him aboard. We'll bring in Stewie Moore. We'll update you on the standings. We'll take a look at this week's event at Pebble. When we return, it is uh, the drill, and it's a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. I like this time of year in basketball, man. We're getting uh, kind of getting geared up for the uh, uh, for the NCAA tournament. Uh, the high school uh, dudes and gals are getting ready to do their thing. Jackson, always a good program. We're gonna fire we're gonna fire up the uh, All Pro Roofing Hotline right now. We'll push a brunch with the tour back a segment since apparently they forgot what a tea time means. Um, and. <laughs> And we're going to bring in uh, Ron Durham, point guard over there at Jackson for the Tigers, coming off a Gateway Conference win. And, and uh, Ron, first, thanks for joining us this morning. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. It's the Lock and Law High School Report, and we feature some of the, the fantastics around town. Um, listen, at Jackson High School, when you guys bring the ball bag out for the first time, you know, back in, in September, I you know, you have bigger bigger fish to fry than, than the Gateway Conference tournament. But, boy... That, that gateway was was loaded this year, and making your way through that, I'm sure, puts you in a good spot to to take off on a, a state a state championship dream. Is that fair? Yes, sir. That is. That is. Yeah. How, what's been the key to y'all's team this year? Uh, I say defense, and we got great coaching. Like Coach Collins, he a great coach. He makes sure that we prepare for everything that comes our way. So anytime that something goes doesn't go our way, we can always fight through it. Uh, did you? Did, did you guys know what what a big force uh, your coach was when he was your age? Like, how did you first hear the story of James Collins? It come from your daddy, come from the neighborhood, come from him. 
Uh, I first heard of Kirk Collins when I was in like seventh, eighth grade, and they was just telling me like how good he was. Yeah. So me coming to middle school, I'm like, I want to play for somebody that was that good. I never seen it with my own eyes. Uh huh. But like everybody I talked to about him, they say he's great. So like he well, he was a heck of a player, and it was just before I got to Jacksonville. So this would have been like the late eighties, early nineties. But your coach was so good when he was in seventh grade, they had to have a press conference to say what high school he was going to. Huh? Wow. I that hey total facts I'm spitting at you there Ron that's yeah. a fact my man my man had a had a press conference on the news et it was on the news <laughs> where James Collins was gonna play high school ball man they said that man was like LeBron back oh in the man he's what a nice guy too that's a that's a good man too so y'all are in good hands over there um can can you win it all this year and it, and if you can I know you've mentioned the defense what's gonna have to come together oh well, yes sir we can and I feel like what what can make us go over the top again? Just defense and leadership. Like at certain times, like I I go quiet and don't do what I'm supposed to do. So as a leader, I got to start stepping up. And as a team, if we just come together, we can definitely get it done. Ron, what year are you in school right now? I'm in 2024. I'm a senior. Okay, are we looking to take this to college? Yes, sir. I am. Where are we going? I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I'm gonna tell that in between. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, I love these Northside rivalries, man. And I'm sure sometimes, uh, Ron, they're dependent on you know who the flavor of the, the, the period is, right? I mean, sometimes it's for years, Rebalt was the team to beat right here. Jackson's had its turn. Uh, it's certainly first coast reigns. It's it's in this year. Paxson you could throw in there uh, as well. So if you, when you leave here as a 24, as you say, who will you have considered your top basketball rival there at, uh, at Jackson? Uh, that's a hard question. You see what I did there? That's a hard that question. <laughs> um, my heart is right. I I gotta go rebound because every time we play them, it's a, it's a good game. It's a competitive game. The crowd into it. So every my four years of being in high school, rebound always been a good game. Yeah, so I was rebound. Yeah, Rebalt's got a great basketball tradition. A lot of those uh, teams over there. Jackson High School does as well. And uh, Ron Durham as the point guard, going to help go a long way here as we uh, feature him and uh, Jackson on on the Lockett Law High School Report. All right, tell us, uh, you know, a a, a game where Jackson plays Jackson basketball. How does that go? I'll say it start from the beginning. We trapping from the beginning. Mm -hmm. We just straight go to trapping. Fast break point. Oh, hated that. <laughs> <laughs> Playing great defense. That's that's a Jackson basketball game right there. Full court press, just being dog all over the court. Yeah, yeah. And that, well, it's a popular way to play. I, I'm sure your rivals are playing that way too, aren't they? Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. yeah. I've I've been watching that that style of play between you jokers over there uh-huh. and these for for thirty years, and it never gets old. And uh, Ron Durham, you and Jackson High, and uh, give uh, Coach uh, JC a shout out for us. Uh, good luck the rest of the way, and we appreciate you joining us here today. Yes, sir. I think thank you. All right, man. There he goes. Uh, the Jackson High School coming off the Gateway Conference Championship, um, and uh, now off to well, what starts what districts, regionals. Uh, Jackson will be a part of it, and. Uh, glad to have him here as part of the Lockett Law High School report. Meanwhile, uh, with a two-shot penalty, we'll bring in Stuart Moore. We'll welcome him in first thing off the bat, you know. Now, brunch with the tour. Brought to you by no one can hear. Water Irrigation and Drainage too. We're running here on 1010XL. I mean... He's just yakety yak yak yak. We're running the open. I, you look tired. Are you okay? I'm exhausted. I love you. You know I love you. Look. You don't look good. I don't. I mean, 
He's got great hair. <laughs> he does have great hair, doesn't he? Just, yeah. Especially you. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> When's the last time you had hair? Like a good head of hair. During COVID. Ooh. Oh, you did? Yeah, and then we went. What happened to it? I just, I wasn't seeing anyone. So, or I was, you know, we weren't going to the office. I was like, you know what? If I'm ever going to do this. Just do it now? Try it now. I'm just saying this. You moved here because you work from home in New York City or Chicago. Like, get off the roads at 8 a.m. Mm. Like, you didn't move here to go oh, work. Oh, you're, you're not talking to me personally. I'm talking about the traffic. You are blaming He's the traffic to for Jackson. your irresponsibility this yeah, morning. I can't take yeah, it. Let me tell you who wasn't late. Tom Alter. <laughs> <laughs> what, did he bring food? I tell you what he did bring for you. It was nice. A couple of gooses yeah. is what he brought. <laughs> yeah, a couple of gooses on the leaderboard. Nice job, Ricky. By the way, Colin. you know what we've done? Again, I know you think poorly of us. No, I don't. But we really are good, gracious people. We've taken you out of the wheel spin. We don't th- feel like you should have to spin the wheel. You take enough of us. I won a, last year. I didn't even get a prize. Well, that's your where's fault. My, where's my 10 Well, I mean, listen, if you knew how to. Antigua if golf you, shirt. If you knew how. <laughs> that's just snarky. Okay, uh, that's just snarky. I mean, if you knew how to play the, forever, if you know how to play the grift at all, you'd go to the prize closet at, at one PGA Tour away, and you'd have won something. I don't closet, know what to tell yeah. you. You don't have a prize. You know what I'm going to do? Also a was, I'm going to before you leave today. You're going to put a three X Tintin XL T-shirt over your. What? <laughs> you know what? Gone too far. Yeah. Like, yeah just, this is just you've he's a, you're a big dude. You're a bully. I, am I? How can I bully you? You're bigger than me. Do we? Do you and I go in the octagon? Is that and we just? Oh, that settle? wouldn't be good. I'm not yeah. going the octagon with anyone. I'm an old man, bro. Come on, stop. One of my. I know this. I'm being mean. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So I'm being mean. Honestly. Okay. If you went in and picked and got yourself a a t-shirt out of the closet, would it just an X? It would not be a. A two X. It depends I, on the brand. I mean, I wear X. I'm really little. Talking about this, huh? he's two X. Only because it, you made you made it a big point. I was he's a large. Nice. He's a large in Peter Millar. Huh? He's, he's a, a large, large in Peter, Peter Millar. Millar. Yeah. What? <laughs> See what he is. <laughs> See what he is with LFG. Yeah. Is what we need. What are we uh, talking about? Anthony Kim. I was hurt. Yeah. You don't like that. Him. He's going to. I, do you feel like it's a little now? He's I, not coming back. Yeah. I mean, my first stint with the tour work was 0708, right? His wheelhouse, right? And it was nuts. But it's. That's a long, long time, man. Some of these, ki- some of the, you know how the internet is too. Now, yeah. one person forms an opinion, and everyone just hops right on their sure. back. There's no that you. I just don't look. That guy was a special, special talent. He really, he yeah. really was. I had a front row seat to it for about three years. Um, I don't see it happening though. Yeah, man. I don't. And I, I, I'm not super close with Anthony anymore. I don't really know anyone that is you guys play together in college or against each other mm, right? against each other yeah. in college and amateur golf and then uh stewie's a big amateur tour guy yeah played behind tiger one of it did you this is not where bullying at? you bring this up <laughs> where what is at stanford's event i play come on and we're hugging here we're hugging here all right a little bit make sure the hips don't I played at Furman and I played at Charlotte. My first college event was at Stanford, and I played behind Tiger. Yeah, play behind. He was a, he was the one guy. That's for cool. Stan- I was the five guy for Furman. Yeah, someone messed okay. up the tee time. It doesn't it's matter. Fun. That's part of my listen. Idea moving forward. Leave that part out of the story, bro. <laughs> Nobody yeah. knows it. I played right behind Tiger. I hit into him twice. Yeah, exactly. I mean, come on. <laughs> Where did all the go? Yeah. You set up for me. I yeah. um we we missed you a week ago, and and we had Tom Alter in and. The the tour is is out west, and I think it caught some off guard. Is the Wednesday Saturday? Has that been, been doing that for the last few years? Just because of one, is it I mean, football? Is it to avoid yeah, the football? We're not going to compete with football, and then two, the APGA tour has a big tournament out there on Sunday, which is a cool thing that Farmers has gotten behind. But 
Um, yeah, I mean, the, the gist of it is you're not competing against football. Matty, now, if you're on the East Coast, obviously, time of year, you're not going to do it. You could probably finish before the AFC game kicks. Matt, did you ever or someone you knew ever get thrown off by when the tour throws one of those something outside of Thursday to Sunday <laughs> no. and suddenly we got issues? No, I no. liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you liked when yeah. they did a little bit. 100%. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. A little bit separate. Especially the later you go in your career. I mean, these practice rounds basically become meaningless. Yeah. Seen the courses before I, you that. know, I <laughs> – the tour's in a tough spot here, man. It's like if you don't have a leaderboard that has, you know, Spieth, Scheffler, this, you know, yeah. uh, McElroy, uh, you know, Hovland, Morikawa, well, the, the tour sucks now. Mm-hmm. Right? I, but in fairness, even before all the money grabbers moved, they weren't playing this week. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's only a certain amount where you're really going to get a full field anyway. And so I, I think it's kind of a, a hollow argument. And by the way, some of those guys I mentioned were there, and these guys were able to beat them this week. Right. But I told Matt, I am just I, – I, I find myself as I'm watching that tournament, you know, wrap up on Saturday, not Sunday. Um, and I'm watching Pavone walk up the fairway after he's, you know – well, actually into the rough after he's just absolutely – you know, choke pulled a wedge into the rough that looked like it was about calf high. Mm-hmm. How good a shot was that? Uh, amazing. That was one you just go at as hard as you and, can. And, and so, in a way, you're kind of yeah. freed up a little bit, aren't you? A little because bit, yeah. You know, you're not you trying know. to put any touch. It would be hard. would that. <sighs> well, so- he also got. I'm, they must have had a wet winter out they, there. No, 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 no. It flooded like on Tuesday. Okay, because that shot becomes a lot harder if, if those it greens bounces, are firm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bounces. Because, yeah, that would almost spun almost back. almost impossible yeah. if the yeah. greens are firm. But yeah. my point was, is I'm watching these guys, and I don't know the Pavone. I've never heard his name. Hoygart, only when I watch my DP golf at 4 o'clock on Saturday morning when I'm up early. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so <laughs> but, but I would rather... I'd rather watch Pavone and Hoygart with all that pressure and all that consequence play than 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 DeChambeau and Dustin Johnson, you know, walking down the sixth fairway to finish up the event in their shorts to win their three million dollar with no pressure, no consequence. Well, I think definitely early on su- or Sunday or Saturday we got kind of got Homa and Tony up there, so you're like, okay, here we go, and let's let's not hit each other. I mean, hopefully this week with the field at Pebble, like we, I mean, we need some star power. Yeah. That said, like we are also in the business of generating the future of golf, and when you see like Grayson Murray, who's you know bounced back and forth, but come off Corn Ferry Tour, Nick Dunlap, PJ Tour University, and USAM, and all that, and then Pavone come over from the DP World Tour top ten. That that's your, that's your farm system, you how, know. Yeah, and how about these the first four weeks on tour, Jeff? The winner, you, you know, you like to look at the odds. Hundred hundred to one or more, the last four weeks the winner has been on the PGA. Well, it it speaks to golf and how many. That's insane. The the the, and and you just mentioned uh, Homa and Finau climbing that leaderboard. Let me tell you something, dude. The difference between Homa and like Matthew Pavon day to day is it is razor thin. It is. I agreed. It, it is. No, we talked it's about that. It's not. There's not. And I'm not. Not just because Matthew won. It's just like that on tour. Period. Well, it's like if you could take Matt. Like and and you're, again, you're, we're going to get a good lead. I think that week. what's happened with the with the live, they've they've captured the dumbed down audience, like the big name only audience, and they don't understand that if Pavone and DeChambeau played a four ter- a four round match. All year long, it'd be about 26-26. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. just not the difference. And, right. and and this is, by the way, to me, and I know it's changed even more than it did then. But when Jack Nicholas was roaming the earth and winning all the golf tournaments and being the greatest in the world, I, the number of people that could go out and shoot 66 on a golf course was 
infinitely smaller yeah. than that number when Tiger did it, which is even smaller than the number now. Mm-hmm. It's harder and harder to be the GOAT in golf because there are so many good players, never mind those that can, uh, you know, get around to great. I want to go back to Bavone. I, I'm not on social media, but I'm aware of all the controversies. Did the dude step down his lie around his ball? Have you seen the, no, the right, accusations of improving oh, his lie? I want to yeah. see it. I don't. Now. Th- I don't think it's been. Look it up. It'll be Have on there. Day, Somebody has. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go. Back well, to dude, there's some. You'd be surprised. I mean, there's. Have you ever flat out seen a dude cheating? I mean, there's certain ways you can. You do You know it. that oh, they absolutely. are absolutely. Yeah, not like rolling their ball cheating, <laughs> right. but like. You know, my where, boy Ben where, Ping, he where, their, in where their ball crossed at a hazard is probably the most abused. Do they do that on purpose? Some guys just. I, I always we had one. Of those I was always on the side where. Oh yeah, that was, that was a bad one. Yeah, I was always on the side where, if it was fifty fifty, I'm gonna be out here long enough. I'm, I'm okay with. You know, you can be labeled anything. You just don't. Amongst your peers, you do not want to be labeled a cheater amongst your so peers. So you would always go with the, the Absolutely. You go to rounds. the other side. If it's 50-50, you yeah. always take the worst option. Air on it's caution. Just kind of the yeah. rule. Yes. Smart. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get into the Pebble Beach event. We'll come back. We'll take a quick break. Oh, Stewie's back. Huh? Oh, look That's at you. Two segment guys. See there? I mean, ant- it's my anti-bullying efforts. <laughs> You're on a college on Accessory <laughs> Tuesday. All right, we are uh, continuing with Brunch with the Tour. Uh, it's come time for the picks segment i have a bar to matt every from picking for either dan hicken or I, I, as i learned today apparently he's been picking for et all along what is this cnn kind of, kind stop of, kind of, <laughs> kind of, come on kind of backroom dealings going on i got two two picks on my head we'll my see if you touch it the CNN. <laughs> <laughs> um it's nbc to you thank you you're rogue man <laughs> rogue he is rogue he does he, th- he thinks he's not rogue that's the funny part Actually, we got a good field this week. I was talking about how the fields there normally on uh, this we, must be a, what a, signature designated event. signature. signature event. There, I try. It's it's an AT and T man. They've they've kind of gotten the shaft a little bit with scheduling and just you know the the pro am format itself doesn't draw the strongest right. field. This is going to be a lot of fun to watch. I, this it's, week. It's I inter- like the fact that sorry, real quick, but like yeah. I mean, let's let's call spade a spade. The worst day for TV has always been Saturday. Like if you're you want to watch golf, yeah. Traditionally, Saturday at AT and T. Brutal. Like, Here's Chris Berman holding a bunker shot. You're like, oh, we don't have that anymore. It's just two days. Pebble Spyglass, and we get to the weekend. It's just oh, they oh so it. we're not Monterey yeah. Peninsula either. Mm-hmm. No oh. amateurs. No amateurs on the weekend. I, I, so. I, to tell you though, how this has become a thanks but no thanks event. Scotty Scheffler playing for the first time in this event. Right. Rory McIlroy's played here one time in his career. U.S. Open probably. Uh, well, no, the a, actual Pebble uh, Beach the, Pro. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean the actual golf probably tournament. Played, that, played with his dad or something. Yeah. Um, like, like maybe some of the, I feel uh, like you mentioned it shuffling yeah. one time, 2017. I mean, uh, uh, Cantlay has played it a bunch. He's played mm-hmm. it eight, eight years in a row, but, um, and then some of the other up and comers like, you know, Homa has, has put in the time and yeah. play there year after year. But, you know, some of these guys seeing this for really one of the few times, what Maddie is the course like any other course. I mean, it looks gorgeous. Is, is there anything? That it's compares? beautiful. It just depends on the weather. If it's a, dr- if it's dry out there, it's great. It look, if you don't get any wind and there's a little moisture in the ground, it might be one of the easier courses on tour, to be honest. If the PGA tour had to declare <laughs> like a signature course, wouldn't Pebble be in the conversation? I would say TPC. TPC. Sawgrass, yeah. I'm trying to stay. Well, that's almost standalone. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, that's almost standalone. And it's been around oh. for like a hot minute compared to Pebble. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about like the, 
old, venerable golf courses. I feel like Pebble. I don't know. Not I mean, even I, from a tournament standpoint. I just mean that's Pebble a oversaturated. Have we seen Pebble too much? I don't know, man. I, you have. Like, no, I, I mean I've yeah. been there a couple times, yeah. but I think you mentioned it earlier in an earlier segment too. Like the greens that time of year. Like there's mm-hmm. like listen, guys don't. It'll you, ruin you. Yeah. It'll ruin or you the, for like I mean, a month if you go there. I feel like they've had decent weather recently, but man, one year we had to finish the event in like freaking August because yeah. of the weather. So it's it's that, but really I think it was the three days of AMs, and now it's a smaller field. It's you know signature field. There's 80 guys. There had to be 80 because there's 80 AMs. It's gonna um, it's gonna be a killer week for the tour too. We're not we're not going up against the NFL. Correct. And we're we're gonna have our best guys out there. Is there any kind of player or style that anymore yes. matters? Okay, at Pebble. Yeah. What would well, it be? when I think of when I look at a guy at Pebble, experience, and then also like a heavy hitter of the ball, like a guy who just lives in the screws when he hit. Like Hovland to me is, he just switched coaches, but like the way that guy strikes the ball, it's it's. You know, it can be cold and wet out there. Yeah. That ball will go nowhere, man. Those guys that flush it every time, they can they can separate a little bit out there. Morikawa playing. I'm just looking at a lot of guys playing for the first time. Morikawa is there for the first time. Um, there's some guys that have had some success there. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm not going to tell these guys hey, who they are before, because we got picks coming up. Before you make before you make the picks, can I just mention a gripe to Stuart real quick, and he can take this to whoever he wants at the tour. Sure. Oh All God. Right. Okay. These, up, Jay. okay. Here we come. Here come Jay. Let's hope he doesn't go rogue. <laughs> I'm not going rogue, dude. This is totally fair. So these events are s- signature events, right? Seventy players. Uh, so it's seventy to eighty, based on. But this week's eighty because there's eighty AMs, so it had to be okay. eighty on the dot. So it's a limited field, Jeff. Right? Okay. In in every tournament, there are sponsor invites. Okay. You know, certain tournaments have more than others. Some are. You know, it can be unrestricted or restricted. You, you know, some have you have to be a member of the tour to be eligible to get an, an invite. This tournament has four sponsor invites. These are massive sponsor invites for these guys on the tour if they're not in the in, in these events. Three of the four sponsor invites for this week went to guys on the on the on the board, and that to me is a little crooked. Like these. I would be very upset if I was still actively playing on tour and I saw Peter Malnati got a spot in the Pebble Beach and he's also on the on the on the pack. You know what I would answer if I were the tour? Hmm. Boys, we've been holding this tournament here every year. I can't get y'all to show up. Now it's a big deal who the sponsors exemptions are. Ooh. That's what well, I would do. Right. If I was answering, I'd tell you. If I, I was answer. a tour, if I was a tour, I would go zero sponsor exemptions. I would go one sponsor like invite. Every tournament. Every tournament. Yeah. Everyone. I, 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 but that's also me. That, that, that's because, taking politics out of sports. Well, th- this is also, and this is coming, by the way, from a, a point of deep hurt and bitterness of youth sports. Yes. That's part of this. There's, that's and there's some this. similar, there's some corollaries there between, you know, daddy there's ball, no youth sports. There's no room for this. politics Well, here's, sports. this This would be, this is this is fair. I don't know what no the sponsor's exemption I mean, it's been, accomplishes. So the, well, the signature events, they get four, right? It, but it, my, my point is usually if, if there's another sport and it's a sponsorship, you're going to get it's going to be something that really adds to the golf tournament. Correct. I don't feel that in BGA Tour. Yeah, golf. but I, you know, you'll agree with this, too. And I'm, I'll just use him as an example because I've known him forever since running a mini tour he played on. But like Peter Malnati did mm-hmm. finish fourth at Pebble last year. Whatever AT&T asks him to do this week, name every junior clinic, you part whatever. He will do 
everything. Okay. Yeah. And so part of a sponsor exemption, that might be a part and, of it. And, and the, does the fourth place finish a year ago matter? That probably goes a little. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. matters. And that you're changed, right. Peter yeah. Malnati is almost too nice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. Well, there's yeah. something wrong there. I'm going to find he didn't, he like, didn't. He didn't explode. He was. There was a time where maybe he was that guy who was going to be a multiple winner and it never but, happened. But certain but, sponsors uh, will absolutely. Well, there was. SI, one of those SI player confidential dudes. Yeah. Named him as one of the. I am. Pr- I have not yeah. hit a golf ball in two years after playing mini tours and doing all that. I'm pretty sure I can hit it just as well as Peter Monod. That guy gets more out of you are, that, Whoever wrote that article <laughs> this has is nothing not, about this golf. This is not recent. I'm talking about like 15 Peter years. Peter Malnati led the tour in putting and lost his card one year. Yeah. I mean, that is hard to do, dude. This is not my personal opinion on Peter Melbourne. That's just my first recollection. Somebody telling me he's going to be good. And you know this way better than I do. I'm no longer the expert in the room here. But some of these sponsors, they're like, yeah, I'll give you a spot. You're going to do everything we ask you to do that week. And it is not about who's the best player not in the field sometimes, right? Right. So, I mean, and I think it should be somewhere in between. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is our first kind of go around with the signature event sponsor exemptions. I know it will be, you know, amongst the golf world, it will be something that's monitored closely, these sponsor invites and these big events. To your point, because they're more valuable. Well, it's massive, dude. I mean, no cut. It's massive. All right, we making picks? Oh, God. You battling over there, Jeff? I'm reading about uh, where I where I saw about the uh, the oh, Peter Malnati. Malnati. Oh, jeez. Yeah. There's no. I, I, I gotta. Well, no, no. It, I, I'm a million percent that I saw it. I'm just wondering. Nicest guy is still the last guy rocking here. a bucket hat out there, dude. By the way, mm. does he still wear the bucket hat? I think so. This has got to be a good bucket hat week at Pebble. You never know. Yeah. Um, can you guys give me a college, please, for Peter Malnati? Uh, Missouri. Missouri. Wow. Who follows college golf like you two nerds? Wow. You? Missouri. <laughs> well, maybe some Yeah, I played 07, 08, so I go a long way back when hearing what may have been a bright future. Did you ever play the e-golf tour out of college? I, I played a couple. Yeah, that yeah. Was, uh, I ran that tour up in Charlotte. Did so you? That's where Peter came out. And All right, yeah, let's, uh, let's make picks. Um, I get, what Standings first, D, where are we at? Uh, the tour still leading the way with oh. $1.4 million after take, They took a zero after taking Colin Moore, Cal, and Jason Day. Second place is uh, Dan O. He took Max Homa and Patrick Cantlay. He's at $1.3 million. And third place is your boy. I took Xander Shoffley and Tony Finau. And I got about a million. And then uh, rounding up the caboose Thank you. is uh, Mr. Jeffrey Prosser at uh, 600000 Good. Right where, right where we want him. We've played like three holes of a four-round tournament. These guys were taking victory laps. Yeah, it's a lot of golf gonna, left. It's not going to end well. <laughs> a lot of golf they did the same, Maddie, they did the same thing to me in the five-pack this year. Uh, I started yeah, about eight yeah. games under through about four or five weeks. They buried me. They offered me buyouts. I surged into the money and did not spin the wheel. So, mm. I'll be okay. I I'm. I got three things where I am going to let Maddie help me. Oh. I'm going to name three guys because I think they'll come back. I mean, do I just do I jump Victor Hovland? Is that that strong? So he just switched coaches. I, that's the only thing that would make me hesitant there. Only, he's played there. He was a 13th last year. He played there one other time, so I'm thinking about him. I'm also thinking about a guy who's played well there through the years, but it's just not in top form. That's Spieth. Yeah. He's always plays like he's got a two, a three, a nine, a one, a seven, and a four in his history there. It's a pretty good run. Yeah, but 63rd last year which is more in line with how Jordan Spieth plays these days. And then there's the guy that I promised that if I have the first pick, I'm going to keep picking him every week because he's going to bust through, and that's your boy Obear. Yeah. Aberg to oh, me. Wow, you're Not, really. That's, that's a, that would be an aggressive pick this week, I think. Yeah, especially that high. Or I could go Scheffler right at the top. I got McElroy right at the top. I, I've. 
that's not who I had in mind. Any of those guys. Okay, then give me your pick. I'm I'm taking your what? pick. Who is it? Tell me. I want it. All I right. pick first. You're. I invited <laughs> you in. I'm going to use you. Yeah. Who is it? Fle- uh, Fleetwood. Okay, Fleetwood. We'll go Fleetwood. Yeah. Listen. You go ahead and shake your bald head at me, because here's what happens. The guy texted me the other day. I missed it. Kirk. And who won the tournament that week? So you Kirk. Can, you can appreciate. He picked Chris ball. Kirk before he won. Yeah, I didn't I know, see right? it. Love Chris Kirk. Shake your bald head. Good. So on my way into, into the studio today, someone texted me, watch out, Matt Every's in there. <laughs> and then I just got a text. It's like, Stewie, no one cares about your playing resume with Matt Every's. Like, okay. That's Dang. Cool. Stewie, we I'll, love yeah, you, man. Yeah, don't listen to the haters. It's mean. Don't, in other words, don't listen to me. Yeah. What kind of friends do you got? Not many. Clearly. <laughs> Stewie's good people, dude. You guys could be friends, fast friends, the two of you. You like Mutt and Jeff out there. Who's up? Uh, second place is uh, that's is, your uh, boy. ET. And uh, you know, I uh, I did some research, I did some digging, and I did some asking. I think I'm gonna go with uh Victor Hovland. Love that. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't understand. You threw me Fleetwood with a little bit of then, then he oh, goes Hovland. Oh, love that. I told you the only <laughs> thing that I, about, I just like the heavy All ball right, strikers man. there, man. I don't even know what that means. All right, um, Dan, you can pick. you can hear it. Yeah, I know what you're Dan's talking. first pick is, I think it is, yeah, Rory. Rory. Yeah. Mm. Rory's going to All right. miss a cut. That's MC Hammer for Rory this week. I don't think they have a cut. It's hard. Yeah, it's, plus he never misses cuts. Who are we talking about? I mean, Scheffler's still out there. Yeah. Yeah. Number one player yeah, in the I, world. I got to go Scotty. All right. I almost did. Um, you can't putt. You put him on those greens, he might eight putt one or No one putts well out there, though, right? The green, Snedeker. The it might actually, <laughs> actually, if you're a bad putter, it might... It might bring you closer to the field. Nah, playing those there's some truth to All that. Right. Yes, that's fair. Uh, Homa. I know four Duval. Uh, Homa, yeah, like I'm fine with Homa. All right, uh, Hick, Hicks next yeah. pick. He's gonna steal my guy. You watch. Scheffler's gone. Hovland's gone. Shoffley. Shoffley. He loves Shoffley. And then I'm going to take. Hold on, let me go back. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna take Jordan Spieth. All right. Love it. You guys say what you want, bro. I'm riding Obear till he wins. I don't really? care if he's never played there. All right. I don't care a thing about it. Love it. I'm going with Obear. Again, two weeks in a row. I'm going to ride him every week till he wins, and hopefully he'll win this week. There's a lot of guys left on the table there. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I almost think, what's, where's Cameron Young's game? Well, he's didn't he almost, he almost just won yeah. in uh, Dubai. Because I think he could, he's a big hitter, too, right? When yeah, he, no, he, del- he delivers it nicely. He's not, he's never won. You know that. Cameron Young's never won. No, he won WGC, match player, right? Oh, did he? Yeah. I had a list earlier this week. You were talking that, about Bo Hostler yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Ten, hit 10 mil without yeah, a win. Yeah, winning. Wow. Cameron Young crazy. was on that list. I don't know. They must have got it wrong then. Wait. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't final. think he won. I don't think he did. I don't think he's won. Because I look, there's seven current right. guys who have made $10 million right. without winning. A couple of them are like, oh, my God, the game has just gone too far. These guys are leaving because they doesn't pay well enough. I got one Denny for McCarthy, you, $10 million? $10 yeah, million. Sure. Yeah. Stu, sure. who, right, who are you guys taking right now? Career earnings, Obear or Nick Dunlop? Oh, I was just about to ask that. I really like this Nick That's, Dunlop. Yeah, yeah, sure. He, we, my... He's not my agent anymore. He's my buddy, but I don't. There's nothing for him to do. For That's me. a hard one, but bro. That, that could um, be a great international he rivalry. Has, he has Nick Canning? Dunlop. Yes, yeah. he has Nick Dunlop. And this year, I was in Bermuda, and Nick got a sponsor invite. This is why I like this kid. Bermuda, you were playing. I was first alternate, so I was there. I didn't play. I just went on a little mini vacation. Gotcha. So, anyways, Nick's playing, and my my agents there. Uh, Dunlop Nick. is in the field. Mm-hmm. 
And we go to dinner, and the next week, I believe, was Sea Island after Bermuda. Is that correct? Uh, Obear won there, didn't he? He was he was he was trying to get a sponsor invite, and the Sea Island Nick was, and they gave it to some like you know guy with bangs bangs uh, Sea Island guy that's not near the player that. Looks like he uh, should be a student in the Auburn section. Yeah, at a football game. Not near the near the player Nick Dunlop was, and I saw I heard Nick Dunlop say, "I will never play Sea Island." Ever in my career, and oh, really? I was like, "Hell yeah!" He's like, kind of like he's he's yeah, kind of got that. Yeah. He's not going to be uber friendly. He's, he's well, really hyper competitive. Like, o- like right? Obert, Obert is a stud. He's going to be a world beater. But does he play with a chip on his shoulder? I mean, how can you if you're a world beater? Nick Dunlop's a world beater. He somehow he's got that tiger in him a little. He, I'm telling you, he play he plays like he's the so deck stacked against him because they're ta- they're saying Obert is that guy. Yeah, but dude, look at Nick's red. Right? Nick just oh, won a tournament as an as a, amateur yeah. and then has oh, won the USA. Yeah, it's a good yeah. question. It's a good question. I, I think it's I fun. would take Nick. Now, the, the, and, the, and it's what's important. The tour rides through this without exception. Yeah. You got to keep those guys. Yeah. You can't let those guys get plucked. That's. I think the, it's pretty exciting. Where are we in the, by the way? And again, I'm sorry. I don't mean to make you uncomfortable. Where are we at in the, like, the. I think that ship sailed a couple of years ago. <laughs> but where are we at in the merge or the this combo effort or that? I mean, what happened so to the, the. What happened to the late December deadline? Where are we at? Uh, no, they extended the deadline. I think there's a lot of a lot of smoke around the SSG negotiations right now. It's probably all over Twitter. So you can go check that out there. But I, yeah, I mean, they're, they're still. Negotiating everything as we speak. So is it is it a little bit awkward with you know Tyrrell going? I guess that was the news yesterday, and I think that's a. That I a mean, rumors that fish. I, I can. Uh, that's why I hate Twitter. Yeah. Um. You know, John. John obviously leaving and all that stuff, but um. Yeah. I mean, it's it's still they are all day every day. The live is basically pull there. It it's like they're strategically pulling all the characters off of the tour. <laughs> they they are man. I mean, I, I don't. And also, if 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 a merge is inevitable coming up, Jeff. Like if you're Terrell Hatton, why? Like, unless something changes, why wouldn't you take the money if you can? If we're gonna be in the same boat next year, well, for sure. And I think that's why some people are. Anyway, I I, I don't know. If I hate the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I will forever. They're, they're, they didn't accomplish a damn thing, but selfish look at me goals, and then to act like they're in any way altruistic is disgusting. It's a sham. If you believe Phil Mickelson, you are a hayseed. My 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 that's that's my all. number liar, one. just liar, greedy. It's just 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 a disgusting phony. It's criminal effort. too. Some of the money, some of those guys are like like oh. Polter's team, a whole team, dude. Come on, man. I'm whatever. Mean, ancient. I guess. I mean, it, it's it's a false market. <laughs> Golfers are not worth a hundred million dollars. No. Right? Can we just call a spade a spade? And they've created this market where suddenly guys think they are. That's not not the world we live in. Mm-hmm. All right. That's a brunch for the tour. Jeez. Stuart, good to see you. Again. Good, good to be oh, seen. Hope you have. Uh, I hope we first got you out of one of your. Dastardly meetings. Uh, did. It normally you goes did. at nine. Great. I love the nine. Secondly, right. we'll see what we can do on the people that lived here ten minutes and are backing up traffic. Oh, get off <laughs> we'll the roads. Yeah. Put your kid on the bus. Sorry. Watch for the tour. Catlin <laughs> Truck Accessories Tuesday. We roll on with Matt every next. Right, we got about uh, what, ten more minutes with Maddie this morning, and then uh, back with us tomorrow. Right? Yeah. Awesome. Got to take big, my car in this morning. Got a big. Uh, you do? Yeah. That's oh. car. I had a. I had a Monday the other day, dude. A Monday. Yes. Den- dental implant. This is all. This is all happened before eight thirty. I got a dental implant. I'm having some issues. Anyways, what they, is a dental implant anyway? What does that mean? Oh man. 
Like, like right, take it, might, they this, literally put this, it up into your jawline? This or? might be the whole segment here. Okay. Um, okay, so I have two, I had two baby teeth in my low, like lower, my bottom, you know, teeth right in the middle. They okay. never had replacements, so they never got pushed up, all right? So you had the two little freaky little little teeth. You, couldn't, you can't see them when okay, I smile because, anyway, yeah. so it's fine. So anyways, uh, I got them pulled the other day, and then they're going to drill and put Why? an implant in. Why did because you Because ju I just needed cosmetics and just needed to be So you could Eventually. Know. Eventually, it needed to be done. Okay. So I get it done, and then they drill in there, and they what happens is they, they put a screw in, and then it's supposed to settle. You go back after a month. Check it. Anyways, I go back after a month. They check it. The lady's like, yeah, it'll be fine. Guy, guy, the the lady that took the x-ray says, yeah, it looks fine. You'll be out of here in five minutes. Guy comes in. He's like, yeah, I need to redo it. So this is at like 7.15 in the morning. So they take the, the screw out, and the, it, it it sucked. I, Are you already like immediately regretting ever getting the yes. little teeth out? Oh, a hundred percent. Was yeah, there, and there like, wasn't a reason? Kidding? No, not real. I mean, I needed, I needed to do it. Do eventually. We have like a gap there now. Pull your lip down. You look like a crazy old man. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're missing. Yeah. yeah you can't even see them. I know. So, anyways, <clears throat> um, I'm leaving the parking lot at. But eight. can I stop you? Have you guys ever met that person who looks like their whole mouth looks like the baby teeth never came out? No. Like they look freakishly. Oh, yeah. All so their teeth look freakishly teeth? small. Yeah. 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 Those people freak me out. They're like. You know, Anyways, they scare me. I'm not gonna lie. I'm leaving the parking lot and I get a flat tire. And this is like <laughs> eight fifteen in the morning. All this uh, has happened. Uh, so. It's not a not a good week. No, to start rough rough week. Well, all right. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. It's all right. Happens. How much should an amateur golfer practice? Like how much? Like here's what. What, what I th kind I, of amateur? I, well, I just just a. Yeah, here's what I've determined with golf. Tell me I'm wrong. Unless you're going to practice, practice every day, I don't think going and hitting balls on a Wednesday is going to make a damn bit of difference to your Saturday round. Yeah, probably not. Right? You can get just now, as much done in your office. Well, you, well, it can also be fun to go hit balls. I'm not saying, oh, don't go to the range. That's not what I'm saying. But I think people think, like, Saturday, well, I don't understand. I hit balls twice this week. Yeah. So you went 20 minutes and hit a bucket of balls, and you think, that you know. Tell, tell us how a pro practices. Well, I mean the – I mean, you're hitting the distances. You're being specific. You're not just yeah. It's a lot more. Away. It's a lot more structured. Some guys more yeah. than others. I mean, some guys are militant. In their, yeah. In their in their practice. Uh, How did you practice? Like, what was a normal? If you teed off at noon, what time did you like a, a tour event? Yeah. Like a start, my starting yeah. time was in the afternoon. Uh, that's the afternoon times are tough, man. It's, okay, so it's, you had a morning. Well, morning is easy. I would. I always would wake up three hours before my time just to kind of no get matter my what body. it is. Yeah, okay. no matter what. Eat get first. My body going well. Yeah, coffee. I, I don't eat a lot in the mornings, but okay. just just a little bit. And, and the main thing is going through a dynamic warm up and making sure my body felt the same every day. So Especially dynamic, you like stretching like movement and... patterns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stretching, but you know, just just a lot of movement patterns. It, the older you get, the body starts to feel different every morning you wake up. And like you know, if your lower back's a little stiff, it throws off everything. Some of some things in your swing, and it's just a. If you go to battle. the range, how within how soon can you tell that? Oh, I don't have it today, or oh, I really got it today. And you know, the phenomenon of the range always or never traveling. Yeah, some of my best rounds were my worst range sessions. How is before. that possible? No, it's got to be a mindset thing. I've also had Jeff. I'm not kidding. I've had like Tuesdays and Wednesdays where I didn't miss. And then I'd go on Thursday morning to the range, don't miss, and then miss a cut. It's it's just it's it's a weird game, dude. <laughs> do you? So what are we talking about? Like maybe an hour, no more than that. For, uh, it depends. Some guys are about an hour. Want like, you know, they start their 
actual warm-up an hour before. I was about 40 minutes. I didn't need that much time. Is there a maximum amount of swings that you don't want to go over? No. You know, but at that no. stage, you've done so much golf, like, you don't have to worry about your hands or things yeah. that, like, I mean, Andrews honestly, don't have to worry could, about, like, your hands getting torn up. Yeah, or, no, you could – I could probably – Finish a warm up in about thirty or forty balls. It doesn't take, especially when you're a pro and you hit, and, good. and you're doing it every week. And it's like you're, you know, you might get done seven o'clock the night before, and then you're out there at six a.m. the next morning. And you still feel loose. How much should a pro have to or should practice in a three weeks off that he's not playing tournament golf? Does he need? Take, to, can he? Can you afford you can, you can, to not go out, not it. do anything for a week? Of course. Yeah, yeah absolutely. because you're good enough you're naturally it, doing it your whole life. But I mean, some guys might hang it up all three weeks and just show up blind because they can. Sometimes, Jeff, the hardest part's getting on tour. Yeah, once you get there, you mm-hmm. can find your way. Especially now. I mean, I had this list yesterday. You weren't here, but I was rattling off these guys that have won ten million dollars in their career without, without ever winning a tournament. Like Fleetwood's over twenty million. He's never won a golf tournament on the tour. He's yeah. never won. Yeah, on on just on right. right. And but that's also PGA Tour money too. It's right. not whatever he's yeah because he has won. He won just recently. On yeah, the let's let's get these guys more money, man. Here's an interesting stat: the Daily's double take this morning brought to you by the Dash. If the f- all right, I got a question for y'all. This is a good one. Yeah, point flies in the face of some of what we think about cliche football and big game football. If the 49ers win the Super Bowl, it means Christian McCaffrey will own the rushing title and a Super Bowl in the same year. How many dudes y'all think? Have you seen this yet? I don't, but there's one name that comes to mind. How many dudes do you think have won? And then we'll get into the more specifics of it. We can. How many dudes, just in history, how many dudes have won the rushing title and then their team won the Super Bowl? You know the answer to this? I do. I have it in front of me. Is this any recent? Um... You know, it's funny when you talk to an old dude, everything seems like 2000 recent. on. This is all before 2000. Okay, that's how long and bad it's been. Okay, I think I, I think I know, know two of them. Oh, okay. you got it. Emmett Smith, Emmett Smith, Terrell Davis. Good. That's Any more? How many are there? Uh, I didn't say how many. I'm asking you, how many do you think there were? And you don't even have to name them. I'm not even, first, don't even name them. Right. I'm saying in, in 54 Super Bowls, now right. you know that since 2000 it's been none. So never mind the last 22. So in right. 35 Super Bowls, how many? Especially. You know, the game has changed some, but how many rushing champs also won the Super Bowl? How many say total? Four. Okay, you say four, Maddie. I mean, I'm gonna do the five. Two. That's it. He named them. Oh wow. <laughs> Emmett in ninety two, ninety three, and ninety five. Wow. Uh huh. And then what does that say? That that it's overrated? you better well, you know, what's interesting about this, what surprised me was that it never happened back in the older days of football right. where they weren't throwing yeah, in for 400 was... yards. I mean, when I was a kid, dude, if I, if a quarterback threw for 400 yards, you called Guinness Book of World Records. You 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 marveled at what you just, just didn't happen. I got a big pass game. It was 220 yards. You just you ran the ball. You played defense. It wasn't as exciting or boring, and not exclusively. There was always some team or some innovative coach that was doing things that people mm-hmm. weren't doing. So I would have thought that back in the day, maybe – Franco Harris had won a rushing title, or Jim Zonka or Mercury Morris had run a rushing title, or, uh, you know, uh, going way back. I would have thought that this would have happened, but man, yeah, the only, it only happened, in the, and it's happened four times with two guys and all within a six-year period. Today's Daily's Double Tech, brought to you by The Dash. I'm not talking gas station food here. Absolutely. Oh, what about, and Walter Payton is another one you would have maybe thought. Yeah, true, yeah. You know, but they weren't, and they were great players, Hall of Fame running backs. And that's probably what matters here, right? To be the rushing champion doesn't necessarily define Correct. you as the 
you know, that much better than whoever's third, depending on what your circumstances are. But um, interesting. Who's the best golfer you've ever played with, Maddie? Uh, is it impossible because so many what's the best all right and if it, if you can't name a best golfer what golfer has ever played as the best round that you've ever seen personally does that stand out cuz that wouldn't necessarily have to be the right guy right you could play with tiger he's the best golfer but oh yeah, my gosh yeah. i played with spieth he shot 44 or what you know whatever the number. i played spieth one year in the match play in san francisco and it was right after he won the masters like his first masters okay and i was playing pretty good i just won bay hill you know that year? Yes. So a couple months before. And he, I was, I, I probably played like a top three round of the year for me. And it was pretty cool because we were team, we were like the last time off. So it was, it was prime time here. So all my buddies got to watch it at night. And then we were, the, it was the only show in town. Um, I was two up through two. And anyways, he one putted the last 10 holes and they weren't like tap ins, man. They were well, like, that, eight that, to 15 feet, just nonstop. It was, that was pretty impressive. At that time, he was unbelievable with the putter. The putting was unbelievable. Is it, it may be as good a stretch of putting. Now, Tiger did it like similar, but for a long time. The problem with Spieth is that's gone away, and so is his dominance. But at yeah. that time, when it was buttoned up and packaged and bottled, he was I as good as anyone? Yeah, and I think what was so special about Spieth, and this isn't a knock on him at all, but, you know, there was – even when I was playing my best, there was probably only five guys that I would say, you know what? That guy's better than me. Like if he's just, I get if that. He's, if he is on and I'm on, he's genetically he's just like Dustin was one of them. Like he, if Dustin's on and I'm on, he's gonna be better than me. He's just stronger, taller, more speed. I never ever felt that way with speed, and that is it's it's kind of a compliment a little bit. It's it's Isn't he's he? not. You don't look at him and and be like, man, that guy. It's... His swing doesn't look like the best swing in the world. I'm not good enough to know what looks different well, the, about the it. Shufflers? No, right? Yeah, he he lifts his foot up. Mm-hmm. All there, it's all over the place. They've changed what you've got to be to be a good pure golfer. Yeah, like what they expect from you. When like if you you know they allow you now just to rip it. shoot the guy that Pavone the other day. Every other shot is left foot flying up off the ground. Yeah. Wasn't just that shot in the rough. I, right. I saw him on a drive. I mean these guys just hit it as far as they can and go deal with it, huh? Mm-hmm. That's what they teach kids now. Hit it as hard as you can. We'll we'll reel the rest in. Um, and people are asking me questions about you on on the uh, Maddie's uh, giving up tour. Would you think consider champions down the road or no? Yeah, I mean yeah. that's not for a while though. They what need, are you forty? Forty. I heard forty exactly. Yeah, they might change the the age to a little lower. Because, I heard that too. Well, I mean, if you think about it, I I really want to do the TV stuff for a little bit. But if you think about it, last I I believe last year's the the guys who qualified for the playoffs. There's only two guys in their forties that qualified for the playoffs. So there's this huge gap now between like 38 and 50 where maybe, maybe you should start it at not 40. a lot of guy i don't know if that, that, you, but, that yeah, but here's why if you're 40 and you still want to chase the bigger money on pga tour the competition you can still play i mean mickelson played into his 50s yeah that's a 10-year jump's a big deal i think they were like thinking about a two or three year jump the problem with the 10-year jump is then you immediately phase out the guys like the langers who are awesome now yeah. you know at some point at 70 you're not gonna be able to compete with a 40 year old but at 65 you can't compete with a 50 right how old is bert hard longer Man. You ever played around with that dude? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, some of these guys have a remarkable 
uh, discipline. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, you yes. look at Bernhard, his body. It's just, I mean, what you must That's never why he's still eat doing or, it, man. Yeah, good yeah. dude too. What a nice man he mm-hmm. is anyway. All right. Anything else before we let That's you it. out of here? I'll see you tomorrow. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Good luck with the baby teeth, the flat tire, the <laughs> youth sports, the, you know, all that, you know, I thought, it, I thought we were checking in today. Yeah. yeah. Checking in with you just, sports. No, just like, Oh, just kind of catching up yeah, on everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm down with it. I haven't even do like we're in the we're tomorrow in the, we're going to talk some sports. We're in the kitty section of the pool talking about youth sports right now. I can go way deeper. Trust me, buddy. Let me tell you what the you did. You ever see the movie Airplane? No. Okay. There's a famous scene in Airplane. Well, that's a great movie, by the way. It's just a little too old for you. You two. Okay. There's a scene in Airplane. You know that. Do you have any idea what the plot is? Steve of Martin in that movie? No, no. It's, it's, it could be. That's him. It's All the right. guy's name is Robert Hayes, I think. But anyway, it's about this. The whole thing is he's a war pilot. and it, The whole thing's a parody. You know, it's a parody like Naked Gun or one of those type yeah. movies. Scary movie. But the deal is he has a split with his girl. They're on a plane. It's a parody of the disaster movies back in the day. He's on a plane. A stewardess is there. He used to be a pilot. He's a mess. He can't fly anymore. Something happened in the war. The... The, the, the pilots all go down. They get sick from what they ate, so he's got to fly the plane. Well, part of the plot is he is explaining to different people on the plane, okay, the backstory of him and this stewardess and why they're not together. And each time as he finishes up the story, they are committing suicide in some form. Or, you know, for yeah. setting themselves on fire. That's who youth sports talk guy becomes. Uh, so you don't you got, want me to talk about it? Oh, no, no, no. Not me. I'm your friend. Yeah. Yeah, we, we can talk about all I'm saying. I'm just yeah. saying, when you are involved in youth sports, it runs your, it'll it'll drive you crazy. It's ridiculous. And then when you're out of it for about two years, you will remarkably say, man, I can hardly remember that happening. I feel your pain. We've all been through it. If there's a parent right now listening whose kid is better than another kid who's playing something that he I isn't. Yeah, I didn't. You didn't get didn't, into it. We didn't even get no, into it. No, 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 we didn't. We didn't. No. I can see it's bothering you. Your countenance, your soul. This is a, this is taking a lot out of it's you right not, now. It doesn't bother me uh, that much. No. I mean, I've learned a lot today. <laughs> so have I. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see All you right, see tomorrow. You. Maybe. Uh, this is the drill. It's Catlin Drug Accessories Tuesday. He says, Trent Balky, he knows isn't listening. What about Broad Dog? Is he listening? If you know, you know. E.T., has Broad Dog posted anything lately? B-R-O-D-D-A-W-G? No, I think so. The burner, right? That was the fake burner, they said. Right. They tell me that's they tell me that's our GM. It doesn't have time to pick the right guy, but has time for a burner? So you got a couple of... Is that what they say? I don't know what any of that means. I don't have regular, much less a burner, so good for y'all. I don't know how you can keep up with one, not the other. The burners always get discovered, though. Like, Duran, it's always because I guess you got to flip some sort of button to go from one to the next or yeah, something. Yeah, you got to switch account. Is that what it has? Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know how to do any of that. I'm so glad I don't have social media. It's a lot to keep up with. I, yeah, I mean, just the just the dumbness that I experience on the text line. If I was having to get just unsolicited dumbness from every dummy in the world, oh my God. I don't know how y'all do it. It's addicting, though. Huh? Don't get I, on it, I get it. I can see how it's addictive, and I'm sure you could find your own lane and not get into the back-and-forth communication, but people say such dumb things, and they say it with such authority uh, nowadays. America's never been dumber. We are a dumb, dumb, dumb place, and it gets dumber every day. And if you're part of the dumbing down and don't even know it, you're making us dumber by just by, by leaps and bounds. So dumb, anyway, dumb, dumb. Just dumb, man. People are dumb. What's the biggest problem right now is the speaking of opinion is fact, dude, and then hating anyone who doesn't agree with you. It's unbelievable. I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. Uh, uh, Gangs have lost your freaking minds. Like, I disagree with me. I appreciate it. I expect it. Vote different from me. That's great. 
You people, if they don't vote the way you do or like the people you do or the sports team you do or the quarterback you do, you hate them, they're this, they're that. What is wrong with y'all, man? What is wrong with y'all? You're off the chain, miserable people. Some dude likes Lamar and the other dude likes, I hate him. Lamar's terrible. You're stupid. I hate you. Right? That's wild. Right? Or, you know, you mentioned Taylor Swift and you must support vaccines. I hate you. What? Y'all are crazy, man. You're absolutely crazy. And this mentality you have that your opinion is fact and if people don't agree with you, you hate them. Good luck. Have fun. Go hang out with your like-minded, polarized knuckleheads. And E and I are going to stay right here in the middle, ain't we, my we man? We don't I want to be in the driver, one the passenger, and the lane. That chick, 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 that lane is going right between us, right in the middle of us. I mean, y'all crazy, dude. I was calling you my white uncle all day yeah, yesterday. Thank you. See there? That's all you got to do. I will not call you my black nephew. It just doesn't sound the same. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cute. I got my little black nephew. My uncle. White uncle's fine, man. That's, that's fine. crazy. You know, you call me a cracker too, bro. Have no, at no, it. No, no, I'll, I'll stop that. there. I'll do that. Is that even a bad word, by the way? It's I don't just know. the context, but y'all don't like No, it. but I love white people say, you can call me a cracker. I don't care. Yeah, because there's 80% of us. Yeah, I'm sure it's bothering you. You know what I'm saying? I hear you, bro. People are crazy. I love you. I had never knew how down to earth, reasonable people can be in today's time. You get t- taught and prompted and. You know, it put in fear of everyone has lost their damn mind. So, nice to know that not everyone has. I got the pest of the day today. You'll love this. This is just for you, my brother. Oh, bet. Yeah. Pest of the day brought to you by Mission Pest Control. Man, my man Javier was out at the house yesterday for Mission Pest Control. You want to talk about a buttoned up, nice, couldn't have been more uh, professional and courteous. And I had to make some little adjustments because some stuff we got to go around the house. And they were just perfectly in line and in touch and in tune with everything. And so I'm going to keep my house and my property pest-free by using Mission Pest Solutions. And you can, too. Just call 944-PEST. You'll get 24, 25% off your initial. It'd be kind of weird if they give you 24. 25% off your initial pest or termite protection service. Locally and veteran-owned uh, here and operated um, Jacksonville native Russell Skinner, a 10-year Navy pilot, Tyler Terranez, and these uh, boys have got it down. Uh, pest problems can be persistent, and these guys are your solution. It's Mission Pest Solutions, and I'm going to give it to uh, Dylan Brooks. Yeah, yeah. I don't like guys who the only way they can make a name for themselves are being a jerk. Uh, Brooks yesterday, first of all, he came over uh, LeBron James uh, back on a rebound. He struck him in the face. Brooks was called for a a flagrant foul. Um, uh, Cut off a reporter's question about Brooks after the game. Next question. But then he also got into it with um, all the guy that Hicken was talking about yesterday. uh, It seems to all Jared Vanderbilt. Uh, But Vanderbilt was ejected in this case for a run-in he had with Brooks. That's because Brooks pushed Vanderbilt in the back as he was going in on a dunk. Uh, Dylan Brooks is just a... He's just weak, man. So, you know, I'll go ahead and make him pest of the day. We all knew. Dylan Brooks showed who he, This guy's got a lot of nerve acting the tough guy. He yeah. showed his colors in the playoffs. Remember? Yeah. Did all that mouth running and then went out and got like zero. Remember yep. that? Yeah. Poked Did, a bear. Yeah, they poked a bear and LeBron just beat the hell out of him up and down the court. He looked just terrible. They cut him. It was so bad the Grizzlies cut him. An important player. So that's today's uh, pest of the day. You know what? We'll, uh, we'll save training for tomorrow. How about that? Bet that up. Introduce you to Jaguars today when we uh, come back on the other side. It's Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. 
Now, the two-minute drill. Brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com slash careers. Equal opportunity employer. All right, uh, Tony is in. Jaguars today is is uh, coming up next. I, you know, Tony, I started the show today with just this remarkable difference in feel from last offseason to this. And last year, we're just so arrow-pointed up, no optimistic. The world is our oyster. We're going to dominate the division. And this year, I just feel so down and despondent in so many ways. And it's not going away. It's not just the five-game collapse, right? Losing five out of six. It's beyond that. It's, it's the fact that the GM hasn't made contact with the most important player. It's the fact that we've lost all confidence in the GM making the right picks. Yeah. Doesn't look, mean that he can't make them. I have lost all confidence when it comes to free agency, self-roster, and draft that this guy will do the right things. Well, the expectation last offseason, too, was that they weren't going to be all that active in free agency, right? They didn't have a bunch of money to spend. It wasn't like we expected them to go make two or three big splashes in that area. How many of the three players that we talked about basically when the season ended were they wind up keeping? What are they going to do with Ingram and Taylor and Key, right? And it was a discussion for a couple of weeks, a month, basically after they lost, of how do they prioritize these things? Well, Juwan Taylor, I think, was clearly out of whatever price range they were willing to be in with Juwan Taylor. So that is what it is. The Arden Key thing happened the way that it happened. They couldn't offer the playing time that Tennessee could. I think they offered similar money, you know, on both those deals, but he went where he could play more. It's understandable that that would work out that way, and then we had to play the waiting game on Evan Ingram. And now you're going into this offseason. Well, it's only two guys this time around. Ridley and Allen. Right. But with everything that's happening at this point, it certainly feels like, all right, Josh Allen's going to be on the tag. They're at least going to apply the tag to Josh Allen. How long does it take them to get that deal done? What does that mean for if they can't find the money in the right way, what does that mean for Josh Allen's availability, you know, when camp starts, beginning of next season, those kinds of things, and how realistic is it to get Calvin Ridley back? If that is one of the top two priorities among the guys that are actually free agents on the roster, and that doesn't even get into all the other stuff. when you The, the cap, the cap right. casualties, those are going to come into play. They're going to be right. guys that you don't right now have penciled as leaving town, but they're going to be. Those things don't hit you as hard when you're coming off a, an appearance in the divisional yeah. round, yeah. right? Like, For it's sure. just, it's a completely different psychological feel yeah. when your team was good enough to win a playoff game. And this year, they should have been at least playing a playoff game, uh, but they blew it down the stretch. So, yeah, it's it's mostly negative around the team. Our question of the day yesterday was the trying to get past that for a day at least. Mm-hmm. You know, the pleasant surprises, who overachieved in your mind, and today we'll get back into it. Uh, who were the three most disappointing. So who fell the most short yeah. of your expectations in 2023? Yeah. Uh, I have a feeling it's going to well, be. The quarterback's going to be. Yeah, for very sure. Very high on the list. And, and again. Much easier to make a list today. Than well, and there's, no, yeah. and, there's, and there's no qualifiers there. You're not asking due to his or other reasons, nope. right? You know, Just fell short of expectations. I do think that, and, and again, excuses, reasons, I guess it depends on your mindset. But I, I do think, and I say this for the faith of Jaguar Nation moving mm-hmm. forward rather than trying to be the, you know, public image person mm-hmm. for Trevor Lawrence. I, I think a lot of what we saw from about, you know, middle of November on were just those piled up injuries. Sure. I really do. I mean, when you got the knee, you got a knee, then you got an ankle, then you got a shoulder, then you got a concussion in no particular order. That's a lot to overcome in addition to a crappy offensive line, a receiving unit that's banged up. So, 
I think next year's big. We need a bounce back year, right? We need a confidence bounce back year, or you can do to a great quarterback perhaps what the Texans did to David Carr, which was ruin him. So we'll see. Yeah, it happens. All right, uh, Tony, Mike, and the gang coming up next for uh, Jaguars today. E? Now, today's takeaways brought to you by Key Buick GMC, where our family dealership has been helping families buy vehicles for over 50 years. My takeaway was kind of a shocker today, E. I learned today that grown A men, if you so much as bring up the topic of Taylor Swift, act like five-year-old little Swifty girls. They get in their feelings. They they take their Barbies and go home. They don't want to play jacks with you anymore. They lash out when they stick their tongue out and call you names. I have never been more disappointed in a group of quote-unquote men than you whiny little babies on the text line this morning because we talked about Taylor Swift giving out $100 tips. Man, that's a good one because my takeaway is uh, a wise woman, she once said it's going to be all right because the haters going to hate, 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 hate. <laughs> and the players going to play, 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 play. Yeah, and she just going to shake, shake, shake. He has been turned into a Swifty this morning, so y'all in big trouble moving forward. It's going to do it for the drill. Thanks for being along with us on the Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday.